What's up, Video Landers? I'm Brad, and with me today are the Marathon Men, Kyle and Nathan. Reminder, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or our Facebook page, Adventures in Video Land. You want to tell them about the spoilers in case they haven't watched Fury Road. All right, well, we've got six movies today, and if you haven't watched any of these and you're desperately wanting to see them, why are you listening to this? We're going <laughs> to spoil these movies from top to bottom. We analyze the shit out of them. So don't listen if you don't want these spoiled. Go watch these movies, then come back and listen to this. And what about the critics with attitude? This oh, is not your your. I believe I already said knowledge. shit. So. <laughs> We're thirty seconds in. Yes, you're such an asshole. So uh, basically, yeah. we, we we say you know shit, piss, cocksucker, motherfucker, fit, tits, fart. You know, we're going to say that stuff. While so. we're breaking down cinema. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. In a very classly highbrow way, we'll talk about penetration. <laughs> so welcome to the Marathon Golden Idols. With our marathons, we choose five to six movies from the same genre or director to view and compare. The various category winners are given Golden Idols, kind of like our version of the Oscars. This exercise has helped us understand filmmaking and change the way we watch movies. We use the marathon to examine and discuss films we've needed to see or haven't seen in a while. John Wick 2 releases next week, so we wanted to talk about the best action movies of all time. Kyle, what action movies did we marathon and how do they stack up against each other? We watched six movies, and like Brad said, it's because of John Wick. Uh, John Wick 2, actually. And so we broke down uh, six movies that were heavily thought of and well-regarded in the action genre. Right. We did cut things out like martial arts films, so we can specify those later. We cut out things like action movies. You're not going to see a Rocky here. And then we took movies that you know really are great action movies, but also fall into other categories. We talked about right. First Blood, but we're like... Man, there's so much drama in that. Sure. Is that more of a drama or an action? I got vetoed. Yeah. yeah. We kicked Brad's fucking nomination <laughs> for that. <laughs> so here are the six movies that we did and how they stack up with one another. We have Die Hard with 92% on Rotten Tomatoes and 8.2 on IMDb. The death total in that movie. Kills in that movie? 20. Okay. That's going to be our lowest 20. total. Okay. All right. Our second movie, we decided we needed to get a John Woo movie in here. Why? Because John Woo, when you think action, he's probably one of Hong the top Kong action. Probably one of the top action guys of all time, right? Yeah. I really pushed for this one. Just and it's hard boiled. Ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, right. seven point nine on IMDb. Death total in this it, movie? It's it's got to be over three hundred. Three hundred seven. Oh my god, that's insane! <laughs> Acor- it's fucking insane. According to KillCount.com, <laughs> it is the third highest kill count in a movie of all time. Wow. Our third movie uh, is a modern classic, Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, at 97%, it's going to be our highest on Rotten Tomatoes. 8.1% on IMDb. And many would say this is the best action movie of the 21st century. Possibly. Sure. Uh, and that death total for that one, 114 people die on screen wow. in Mad Max Fury Road. Wow, I see, would not have... You think that's low or high? Low. I think really? it's low. Yeah, really? I, I did not see that. Did you see those deaths? Did you feel like there was that many kills? Oh I, no! I, I said I thought it was low. I think it's high. Okay. I, I feel like I feel like not ma- not that many people die. Yeah, that's what like, I feel. Right. But maybe like when a car blows up, you these are professionals. Like that. There's probably three guys in there. Yeah. Professionals yeah. from KillCount.com. Sure. <laughs> so, our fourth movie uh, is a sci-fi classic in the modern era. Matrix at 87% on Rotten Tomatoes and 8.7 on IMDb. Our highest rated on IMDb, but our second lowest on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Matrix. What do you think the kill count is? Below 50, above 50. How many, how many Agent Smiths got killed? 
39 is what it comes up with on, on Kill Count. Okay. So. These are 39 actual people or 39... 39 in, in on, the, in on-screen deaths. Okay. okay. On-screen okay, deaths. Okay. Uh, our fifth movie is... Uh, another Taiwanese movie, well, not another, but a Taiwanese movie named Raid Redemption. 85%, that's going to be our lowest on Rotten Tomatoes, and 7.6% on IMDb, also our lowest. Um, there is a lot of deaths in this one, 121. Quite a bit. I feel that. You I can feel, see that I one. feel the you see that one. There's a lot of, lot of killing on screen in that one. And then our final is the James Cameron classic, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, better than the original. Uh, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, that is our second highest, and 8.5 on IMDb, which is our highest. Kill count on that, 23. What? Right? You know what, what? do you, do you really? agree with that statement, that T2 is better than T1? Absolutely. Okay, I was yeah. going to say, we had a versus last year. In, in fact? In Terminator 2, 1, the versus. Did you? I, and, to be honest with you, I don't even remember what happens in Terminator 1. I say, it's... I love Terminator, but Terminator 2 is the one I always think of. Okay. It's just like, I mean, I know you probably like, do you like Alien more than Aliens? Yeah. I like Aliens more. Okay. I, I think of Aliens when I think of the, the franchise. Okay. I don't, aliens even, think, I don't won, even think about Aliens. Aliens the won the the, uh, the versus. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Well, why these films? I know you talked about it a little bit there, uh, Kyle, but I want to go into depth because this is our, our first marathon of 2017. Actually, not why these films. Why not other films? Right. Okay, because I we put it on Facebook today. You were, you were uh, right. putting up the different posters, yeah. and people were like, "Well, uh, why not Rambo? Why not Rock? Why not Predator? Why not Face Off?" You know, right. this is general consensus. When I put a marathon together, I want this to be the best marathon possible. A lot of people were like, "Well, there's not a lot of martial arts flicks. Why not you know Enter the Dragon or some of these sure. other ones?" Which you know, Enter the Dragon. We had a lot of discussion on last year for Pantheon. I try to make the tightest one I can. I look up 10 to 15 websites. I lose sleep over this shit. You guys probably know that, man. Yes, you do. I fucking... I, we, I, we, we hammer this out. Brad thinks he's got a list down, and then Nathan and I are like, I don't know about that <laughs> one. And then he's like, fuck, let's rearrange this whole thing. And, and we listen to each other. I mean, I got beat up for Rambo. I cried a little bit, but we removed it, you know? So we want to make the tightest marathon possible. And there's there's a line that we have to draw, you know? Uh, we tried to put, uh, as you said, action at the forefront. Right. Um, movies that uh, the action was, you know, uh, they did something new in the genre as well. Yeah, I think every one of these films either, yeah, either did something new or are so ingrained in a popular culture. Like, every time I watch one of these films, like when you see uh, when you see the Terminator flip that fucking shotgun around or whatever, like that's so ingrained in popular culture uh-huh. and like mm-hmm. video games and, and other films and whatever. It's, it's, it's just... It's important. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it is. In, in ways other films don't do that necessarily. Exactly. And, uh, like, when I'm making the best marathon, I didn't want to put, like, say, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which mm-hmm. it, it probably could have worked. Yeah. But I wanted, like, I didn't right. want to put Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon against, like, Gun Fu, sure. Hard Boiled, Die Hard's a lot of gunplay. Um, Mad Max could be the, kind of the same thing. I mean, it, it's a little bit different than what we're, it's what a lot we're more doing. Car. We don't have a lot of car. Yeah, but right. if I'm focused, yeah, exactly. There's not a lot of car apocalypse movies, right? right, right. <laughs> so I wanted to take um, like Crouching Tiger sure. and put it in a marathon that it could actually have a really good better chance. Better suits it. Yeah, right. better right. suits it. You know. Right. So I wanted. We're gonna do a martial arts marathon before the year's up. So if your martial arts movie is not here and you're wondering where that is, then calm your fucking tits. Yeah, right. it's fucking coming. Okay. Um, I also want to talk about. Pantheon. This is this is our first marathon of 2017. People might not understand um, how we're doing this marathon thing and and how it coincides with Pantheon. Do you guys want to either one of you want to talk about that? Right. So I mean, do we don't talk? We, we, are we talking about the Pantheon at all here? Yeah, yeah, as yeah. far as marathon okay. goes. So okay. if the Golden Idol winner, the the person who gets the most Golden Idols tonight, 
we collectively decide whether or not we agree that it's Pantheon. And then if it if it is, right, it goes before the rest of the council, and then they will vote. Uh, it has to be it, all three of us. It has to be agree. all three of us. Though, Which I right? love that rule, though. Yeah, couple we things fuck each other out. pretty hard on yeah. that. Like, I think Psych- it Psycho it... missed out by one. Right. Uh, Apocalypse Now missed out by one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Things that could have... Rear Window got beat by Psycho, but you brought it back with yeah, your own. You spent your nomination. Right. I had that much faith in that it's, movie. Yeah, so yeah. really, really interesting. So I think it... It, uh, it does start a few little arguments, but like you and I went around on Raiders, dude. You should yeah. listen to that episode. We fought on that one. Yeah. So I'm, I almost look at these kind of political. So in a way, Kyle, I don't know if this is right, but I feel like I owe you one. So I'll, I'll give you one down the road, okay? Because <laughs> he gave me Raiders, which pumped it up to the council so I didn't have to spend my nomination. Right. So it's all about the politics, baby. We'll but, see how um, tonight goes. <laughs> So I'm very anxious to get into this, guys. But how do you guys marathon your films? Well, uh, I, I think I'm a little different. I try to watch them. As soon as we know what we're doing, I watch them. And I watch them as close together as I can. Okay. Um, it, which, it, this one was a bad idea because we thought about this back in December. And it's yeah. been two months. And I'm like, oh, shit. What happened in that? Um, so that, this one, was that strategy was not uh, a smart move. But I, I think it's important to watch them close together, which yeah. I know Nathan does, but he, he waits till the You're end. You're a champ, he, man. He no, I mean, I, well, for, I, it's, I'm sure, were you that way in school, too? Did you do all your homework, like, way ahead of time? Uh, for the most part. See, that's fucking, I do my shit the last fucking second. <laughs> like, I, I would stay up all fucking night writing my fucking term paper in. Like, I'm exactly the same way with marathons. I don't do shit. Until I've got like five days left. He doesn't shave. He doesn't eat. He doesn't fuck. I don't do shit. (laughs) And then then I I cram him in. And then usually it's like one night. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do this tonight. And then I have to watch two the next night. I'm super fucked in the morning. (laughs) My Pantheon threw you off. You were like, oh shit, I was going to watch. Oh, yeah, exactly what happened. I got to watch Rear Window now. I was going to watch fucking Rear Window. And then I was like, fuck, I'm like, fuck, I have to watch two movies tonight. (laughs) And then wake up at five. Yeah, I try to fan it out for a week. You know, right. I try to try to watch all of them within a week. You know, you get a vasectomy days. every once in a while. Just yeah, that's what I do my Disney marathon, dude. I just got a vasectomy and just sat on the couch, ate ice cream, and watched Disney movies. Yeah, I do that sometimes. Real manly man. That's fucking awesome. Lose <laughs> your testosterone and eat ice cream and watch cartoons. Bag ice on your nuts. But I, I tell you what, you and I messaged back and forth yesterday. And I got into this late, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? I was like, where's Kyle? Is he like, why don't you fucking back me up, bro? Like, <laughs> And so Nathan, he, he told us, he told me about his marathon that he was planning on putting together for later on this year. And uh, it, it came up to Brad, you know, you you take movies and you put them in marathon. So so then, you know, whatever. So you're, you're biased, right? No. You're, you're biased you're, fuck is what you said. No, you accused me of putting a film in that I was biased to watch. Uh, and you, I was like, oh, so and you've never fucking put exactly. a film in. Like, yeah. so I give every fucking you're award both thing. Wrong, like, right. <laughs> So what I try to do, and I honestly, like when I created marathons, I I want to know, because like I said at the beginning of this, we do this as an exercise. Yeah, we do. Right. I want to know what the best fucking movie is in a genre, you know? Right. And yeah, I, I have biased opinions probably. We all sure. have, you know, we're we're all, you know, watched these movies, loved them as kids, whatever. We, we all have different levels of nostalgia for yeah. different things sure. that are going to factor no matter exactly. what Exactly, no matter what. But when I sit down, when we do a marathon, like we said earlier, we try to do it by Rotten Tomatoes scores as a gauge or we take uh, you know what other people have said or general consensus. When I sit down, like there was a, a couple movies on here that I, I really fucking love. Mm-hmm. But when I sat down, I, I had no idea who was going to win. I put pen to paper 
After yeah. the marathon, because we have 20 categories, 20 golden idols are going to be passed out. I have no idea until I sit down because I will lose sleep over this too. If right. I, there's only been two or three that I look back on. And when we were doing the psycho, um, Alfred Hitchcock one, I look back, I still stick with those. There's yeah. only been a few that I look back on and I'm like, man, like I think uh, the James Bond marathon was one, but it's, it was so hard. Like the Goldfinger song mm-hmm. and the Golden Eye song. Yeah. Okay, that has to this day. I'm like, which one do I fucking want to go you with? You picked Goldeneye, right? I picked Goldfinger. Ooh, Goldfinger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know what? I love that Goldeneye song, yeah. and I think today yeah. I would probably change it and do it differently. So, and this is important though because but at the same time we also have categories that are going to be home runs. All three of us are going to be like, oh, oh it's yeah, this definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of this, I want I take this super serious, man, because like at the end. The only thing that matters is the Golden Idol winner tonight. Right. right. You know, so I take right. these super serious. I lose sleep over these fucking awards. I want to get it right. We get to the end of this sometimes, and I'm like, man, I give like mo- the most awards to this movie, but that's not my favorite movie. Yeah, no, I, that happened. That actually, that happened here for me. Quite a bit. Uh, and I honestly, like, I, I, I'm the same way. I lose sleep about it. I, I often wonder, like, man, I haven't given any awards to this film. Maybe I need to, like, figure out one. I need to figure out one that it could win. But then I think like, well, no, fuck it. If it didn't earn it, earn it, it didn't earn it. I'm not gonna throw it a fucking award. Yeah, you know La La, I mean? La like, Land wins every fucking award this year at the Oscars. It's because it earned it, not because exactly. You know, right. And I, I so same way it. with me when I'm doing this. I don't, I don't give a shit if one gets 10, 12, 13. Like my highest I gave, I think was 10, 9 or ten for Psycho. Yeah. The highest you gave was, I mean, World's End at eight or nine as yeah. well. I'm not for sure your highest. I, I. I my votes are usually pretty even. For yeah, the most part. I might have one that's like way below everything else. Yeah, but at this point, when I first started doing marathons, I was like, well, shit, I need to give this one a point or this yeah, one. Yeah, I yeah. don't fuck around with that no more. If either. you deserve it, you're the fucking Golden Idol winner for that category. You know, if, if you don't, then get the fuck out. You know, that's yeah. how I'd make my list. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm very happy with these. I, I sat on them for three days. So I made them up, sat them on for three days, and I'm happy with all of them. So, Good, cool. Yeah, so you guys want to jump into this? Anything else you want to say about our first fucking marathon of 2017? I am just so pumped to do these. Did you enjoy yeah. this marathon? Absolutely. I did. I, not, I, not, yeah. so, not, I will be honest. I've not, had not more as fun much. with other ones. Yeah, I've, yeah, had, so more, I've had more fun with other ones. Not, not We've all these We've seen these a lot. Yeah, a lot of the films in this that I really love are films that I've seen a million fucking times. Yep. So it wasn't like breaking any new ground for me. And uh, I mean, I hadn't seen The Raid. And I hadn't seen Hard Boiled. In fact, I hadn't yeah. seen any John any John Woo films. I don't think. Okay. Have you seen Face Off? Well, I didn't realize Face Off is John. Yeah. Woo. No. What about no. Mission Impossible Two? Uh, is <laughs> that because I don't I don't fucking watch that <laughs> shit anyway? But. All right, so let's get into our first marathon of 2017. Start us off, Kyle. Best location. We start off at best film location every time, and for me, this one was pretty easy. It's Nakatomi Plaza and Die Hard. Mm. Uh, Nakatomi Plaza is. Is just so quintessential to the story, obviously, because that's where everything takes place. And I love that each floor is kind of different. You've got, you know, your business floor, and then you've mm-hmm. got these abandoned floors where John McClane's doing all right. this fucking action. Uh, you know, it's it's used as an instrument of death with people getting thrown out fucking windows <laughs> yeah. and stuff. So it, it's really hard to, to not look at Nakatomi Plaza compared to everything else. When, when a movie is centralized pretty much in one place yep. for 90% of the right. movie, it becomes a character. And Nakatomi Absolutely. Plaza is a character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went with the the Citadel from Fury Road. Okay. I feel like one of the things that, that and I like about Fury Road in general is that it doesn't give you the whole story on a lot of things, like on Joe and a, on the Citadel and on the War Boys and right. on like the cult of the V eight and whatever. 
And when you're there, like, I just want to know more about the Citadel. I want to know, like, how he pumps this fucking water up. I want to know more about the War Boys and, like, how he established this cult of the V8 and whatever. Like, I just think it's a great location. I, I really, like, every time I see it, I just want to see more of it. That's, yeah. that's absolutely why I picked it. Nice. Yeah, that is a good pick. Um, mine, what about runner-up, guys? Did you have any runner-ups? My runner-up would be Nakatomi Plaza. Okay, what about you? Uh, God, you know... The Citadel's pretty good. I also really love the morgue in uh, Hard Boiled mm. when they're downstairs and it turns into this big yeah, fucking lair and you're like, this is not what a morgue is. Yeah, you know. <laughs> All right, well, my runner-up would, would have been Hard Boiled, um, the tea house. I thought that was oh, really you cool. liked that? Yeah, I liked it because I've never seen an action uh, scene in a restaurant, bird cages. It just felt very um, Hong Kong. I, like you know, the, I really like that. And it was so different from the rest of our movies, too. I like the idea of setting it in a tea house, but the bird thing, like, I, I just, I, I found it very distracting. Like, I, I just kept imagining, like, how the fuck can you concentrate yeah. with, like, 400 fucking birds? Like, <laughs> I've had, no I've, I lived in a house with one bird, and it's annoying as fuck, Brad. Like, <laughs> he never shut the fuck up. <laughs> so my best film location went to Die Hard, uh, Nakatomi Plaza, okay. as well. Um, everything you just said, man. It's a perfect mm-hmm. sandbox for our heroes and our villains just to duke it out. Right. Um, you have elevator shafts. You have... Uh, ventilation shafts. You have you know rooms that are being constructed. You have a rooftop, a roof, um, everything. Yeah, and what is really cool is I like it when studios um, or directors they use the the, the tools that um, that they have. And this right here is actually a Fox production, mm-hmm. and the building Nakatomi Plaza is actually the headquarters of Fox Plaza in L.A. Oh, so they cool. use their own fucking really? building yeah, to make cool. an action film. So mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. But yeah, man, this is uh, the Nakatomi Plaza, and that first shot. Where Bruce Willis, uh, John McClane, is in the limo, and he's mm-hmm. um, Argyle is taking him to the tower. And you just see that, and the music kicks on. I'm like, I'm ready for a fuck. Yeah. So some shit's gonna go down yeah. in that building, and I can't wait to watch. Every time I see that shot, I get excited for Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. Nakatomi Plaza, baby. All right, um, best character. Best character for me. This one was was kind of tough because there are a lot of great characters. Uh, I. I you know, wobbled back and forth between these two, uh, between John McClane and Furiosa, but I landed on Furiosa. Wow. Um, and I, I went Furiosa because I think her backstory is much better than McClane's. And I love this this story of this, you know, person who was a little girl, got ripped from her home, right. and now is, you know, kind of this slave to this just evil fucking monarch in a wasteland, and works her way up to being, like, his number two and then fucking totally backstabs him for the right reasons to, right. to get all these women that are being like abused constantly and raped mm-hmm. all the time out and, and to safe haven. She's a total badass. And when you break down the looks of all these like characters in these movies, maybe other than Terminator and Terminator 2, I think she has this really iconic, iconic look Iconic look, yeah. And I think it's something, it's still, you know, a fairly recent movie, but I think as time passes on, we're going to see this, you know, this black eye makeup over someone's yeah, face yeah, and, you know, yeah. missing an arm and all that kind of shit, looking really fucking badass, shaved head. Yeah. 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 I had I had Furiosa, I scratched it out, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then on the way over here, I was like, you know what, man, like, the more I think about it, the more I think Immortan Joe is actually a cooler character. Oh. Like, I remember when I first started hearing about Fury Road. And you would just see the promo shots of of uh, of Immortan Joe. All I wanted, I wanted to know more about the character. And that's even though I've seen the film a million times now, I still want to know more about Immortan Joe and like how did he come to be this fucking warlord? You know what I mean? And like he's got he's got fucking everything. He's got girls hooked up to fucking milk tanks and shit. And he's got you know <laughs> he's the Darth Vader of the apocalypse. Yeah, he's a really interesting character, man. Like and how like how did he establish this like? war boy cult that like fucking worships him and shit like i i, I like um uh, colonel kurtz 
in uh, Apocalypse Now. In Apocalypse Now. And it's kind of the same. It's like, what if Kurtz just kept fucking going? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what if he Joe. just kept fucking yeah. going? He'd be a more Joe. Great right? analogy. Uh, and I like him for that, for that reason, man. He's fucking, he's really cool. My best character is um, John McClane, Die Hard. And uh, when, whenever I'm talking action movies, you know, or action characters, there's, for me anyway, in my opinion, there's John McClane and then there's everyone else, man. Mm-hmm. Um, everything he's done for this character from the wife beater to his his, right. his witty attitude, his, his foul mouth, his wisecracking, um, th- this character is just so iconic, so awesome. And uh, John McClane, man, he's just, uh, he's smart too. He's the original Maverick, right. man. Yeah. He thinks yeah. on his feet. He does so much, so many smart things in this movie that um, I think when you when you go back, I mean, writing the people's names down on his hand, oh, yeah. trying to figure out mm-hmm. uh, what's going on, throwing that guy out out the window to get the cops' attention. Um, there's so much good stuff. F- trying to find the detonators. Mm-hmm. Um, John McClane is just such a badass character. Yeah, he is. When I think action, it's, yeah. it's John McClane, man. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right, what about you, man? Let's go yeah. for... Um, oh yeah, let's talk about runner up real, real quick. So uh, I already did John McClane, you know, and okay. a lot of the same reasons for Furiosa. Like he has a pretty decent backstory with you know he's at, moving out to California to try to get back together with his wife, and he, he's you know got this whole issue with shoes and walking around barefoot, yeah. which becomes great. And uh, and the look he does have like as simple as just a wife beater and yeah. pants is. He made it no shoes like it just, he just makes it yeah. look fucking right. great. Mine would probably be like I like the T eight hundred and the T one thousand from the Terminator series. Yeah. It's it's so B sci fi, but mm-hmm. they ramp it up to make it something yeah. fucking cool. You know, yeah, I love and 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 I want to I want to I do want to talk about T one thousand because like I'm not gonna give anything else to T one thousand right, but like I love it because that film is so fucking nineties. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And like the CGI isn't great, but like for the time it was. For time, yeah, no, yeah. and for the time right. it was, but it looks dated, but at the same time, he's liquid metal. <laughs> so like it it's supposed to look like that. So yeah. they're kind of doing the best they can with like the technology that they have and it works for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it does work for them. It's, it's pretty a, cool. It's a great performance by Robert Patrick. Yeah, too, Robert right? Patrick yeah. does a good yeah. job for sure. And hey, real quick, something else I want to say about John McClane too is I love how he's a fish out of water. He's the New yeah. York yeah, cop yeah, yeah. in LA and he's always getting fucked. He doesn't want to get fucked. He's just there. No one else is there to do the job so he just he goes through with it. I yeah. love that about mm-hmm. his character. Like when he's going through the uh, ventilation shafts and he turns, he's like, uh, "Come out to California, yeah, yeah have a few drinks." Yeah. <laughs> I love that shit. That's awesome. All right, so um, best screen duo. Oh man, screen duo for me it has to come down a lot to how the characters are and the actors as well. Um, it has to you just have to see that chemistry, um, and it worked best for me between John and the T eight hundred in Terminator Two because oh, I, right I feel like. Okay. I feel like they're they're two very different types of people in real life and on screen, um, and they really make it work. You feel really feel this bond between you know this kid and this giant fucking robot that's protecting him. Um, they build like a, a rapport very quickly in the movie, mm-hmm. um, and they have really good funny moments together, and they have really good sweet and emotional moments towards the end. So I really like those two together. Right. Uh, separate, you know, they're they're all right characters, but together I think they yeah. they boost each other up. Does Eddie yeah, Furlong so. ever get on your nerves at all? Oh yeah, yeah, but that, I think that's it's, kind of the point of John Connor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 he's this shitty little teenager. It is hard. It's hard. I think it, it, it the the first act of Terminator Two I find difficult to watch because it's so fucking nineties. Like yeah. it's so fucking. And anytime John Connor opens his mouth about like just oh hasta la vista or whatever, it's she's like, not my mom. Yeah, Todd. Or <laughs> Todd. <whatever the> fuck, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. Uh, What's your best screen duo? My best screen duo was Tequila and Alan from Hardwood, man. That was my my backup, actually. They were the ones that really stood out for me, man. Like, 
Hardboiled grew on me. I didn't like Hardboiled when it started. And in fact, I messaged Immediately, you. Immediately, you're I like, is this you. jazz music fucking played through this whole goddamn no, movie? No, like the first 20 <laughs> minutes is this screeching fucking jazz. And I was like, what? This is fucking awful. And then it stopped and it was okay. Like, yeah. But those characters really grew on me, man, wow. after a while. And they, they're funny. You know what I mean? They're they're funny. They uh, they're both complete badasses. Yeah. Usually, there's one who's like kind of a dumbass, and the other guy's bad. But like, they're both fucking crazy. One of those, one of those great things where like they're they're opposites to each other, but then like at the same time they're the exact same fucking character, yeah, yeah, exactly. the exact same fucking person. And they don't. It takes some time to realize that. Right. Yeah. No, I thought they were great. All right, and to continue my trend, best screen duo is Welcome to the Party, Pal. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking John McClane and Sergeant Pal. Yeah. Um, I love them two on screen, man. I just um. Uh, yeah, it's it's just awesome, man. I love that it it kind of lets that screenplay uh, screenplay breathe a little bit. It's not just you know right. an action movie when it gets to that point. It's like Sergeant Powell has these demons, you know, right. and he's able to talk through with John McClane on the ground level. He's his eyes, you know. Sure. He can tell him uh, Sergeant Powell what's going on on the inside, and uh, just seeing them, you know, complement each other, you know, and and see that it turn into a little bit deeper. You know, a thing for these two characters. I just, I just loved him, man. Right. And then it's fun too. It's fun yeah. um, every time he's on screen. I'm surprised that they didn't give Sergeant Powell a little bit more to do, like a, a little bit more presence in the franchise in general. Like he showed I've up for a minute in Die I've Hard too. Always 2. thought that. Yeah, yeah. but it, but then also it helps. It adds stakes. And it helps flesh flesh out John McClane's character. You find out a little bit more about John McClane because sure. of Sergeant Pell, you know, on right. the ground level. But mm-hmm. that was my favorite duo. So I, I do want to give a shout out to the Morpheus and Neo. I thought they were pretty good together. Yeah, so. I, and yeah, I'll get to that for sure. But uh, what'd you have for runners up? Morpheus and Neo. Oh, the, oh for, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? Uh, man, I don't know if I really had. A, it was pretty much John and the T800 for really? me for the most part. Okay. Yeah. Um, I you know I enjoyed Max and Furiosa because they completely go through a full arc from beginning to end which sure. is always something that I like when I'm looking at duos but yeah I think maybe my second and I had this for a while was uh, Hans Gruber and John McClane just, yeah. and they don't have a lot of screen time together but the banter over the over the, yeah. the walkie yeah. is great fantastic yeah. alright let's move on to the next category which I think should be a sweep here right best villain or antagonist Hans Gruber. It's Hans Gruber. It's Hans Gruber. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, he really redefined yeah. the, the the role of what you know. This he's not this super evil guy. He, he's really not. He's mm-hmm. just he's there to get money. That's what he wants. Right. We're all in agreement with this. Absolutely. So let's yeah. can we all just talk freely yeah. about this? Yeah. Like, yes. Okay. Yeah. You're so right, dude. I never really focused on Hans Gruber like I did with this marathon. I picked up so much stuff this time around. Like he's he's very intelligent. You know, like mm-hmm. he studies Alexander the Great. I really never noticed mm-hmm. that before. He loves good suits. Like he yes. tells this yeah, guy, yeah, he yeah. shops at the same fucking place as the president of uh, like Nakatomi. Arafat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like Arafat was. It. And he's he's so smart. Like he's a he's a master thief, but he makes it look like a terrorist act. Mm-hmm. You know, so the co- or the FBI will shut the power off, and he can get to right. to what he wants. Yep. You know, um, yeah, he's just so awesome. But I think he's a cold blooded killer. He will he will he, fuck oh, him. He, yeah, absolutely fuck him. he does. But. I think that you he can be reasoned with. Like right. I love what I, one of my favorite scenes with Hans Gruber's Gennaro comes in, right? Yeah. And she goes, "Okay, you when you shot my boss, you kind of put me in charge. Um, I have a pregnant woman. I want to move her to a sofa. And in case if you want it to get messy, you need to start organizing some trips to the bathroom." Right. And he goes, "He says no, no, but yeah, but I'll have a sofa brought out to you. Right? Is that okay?" You know, I right. love that he's not just a dick. He's like, no, well, he's fuck you. Put her on, the, right. put the pregnant yeah. lady on the rock. But he's like, no. I think if he would have survived this, if he would have got away with this heist, he would not have cut any of his guys out. Yeah. He would have made sure that they are all taken care of, and then they would go their own separate ways. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, I thought he was a fantastic guy. He is. Yeah. 
uh, in fact, uh, it's been a while ago. Um, there was a I was watching, listening to Bob and Tom on the way to on the way to work, and they, they quoted uh, Die Hard. They said something something like the benefits of a classical education, like the Alexander the Great quote. Yeah, and they started talking about how fucking. How he's one of the best villains in cinema, and I was like, you know, he, he fucking really is. Though. Yeah, he is. You good. know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, he's just an amazing villain. You already mentioned everything, but he, I almost the more I watch this, he's almost the main character of the film. Like, mm-hmm. you spend more time with him almost yeah. than you do with John. I like when he yeah. bumps into John McClane too. Well, that's, oh, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying because, like, usually that is the hero's story arc uh-huh. where they mm-hmm. run into the bad guy and they pretend they're not the hero. Right, right. But he's the bad guy pretending he's not the bad guy yeah. and using his intellect to, to pull up a name and he's like, you know, I'm, I'm Clay. Right, right and he's looking at the board oh, and he God. sees, like, like oh, oh, God, God don't very, kill oh, me. Oh, you're one of them. Terrible fucking American accent yeah, in that yeah. part, though. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, that scene is fucking great because, yeah. and then, and that also elevates John McClane where he gives him the gun. Yeah. But he doesn't keep a load. Yeah, because everyone's like, you know that's that's a great smart villain, but on this other hand, our hero is fucking smart right. too because I don't think John McClane knows for sure he's 50-50 on this guy. He's yeah. smart enough not to trust him, you know. Right. And right. he was like, "Here's the gun. I'm gonna bait you. I'm gonna see yeah. who you are." And then he starts talking, you know, in that fucking walkie-talkie. He's like, "Oh, you think I'm fucking stupid?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. All right. Is so that. Go ahead. Uh, where's that take us next? Best hero protagonist. Best is hero. this another sweep? For me, it is John McClane. It's John McClane. Yeah, John McClane. John um, McClane. And, and, and the reasons that, you know, he was my backup for character. Um, per, the, the best hero brings it up a little bit because he's someone who's in a situation that he doesn't want to be in. That's always that's always a mm-hmm. defining thing. I've said it countless times when we do this category movies. It's a person who's not in a situation that they want to be in, yeah. but they elevate their own heroism yeah, right. to meet the, what they need to to survive yeah. and to help other people. And that's exactly what he does in, in this yeah. movie. You know, and sometimes... Well, go ahead. Yours is... No, yeah, for this... We, we've talked yeah. already a lot about John McClane, and I agree with everything you said. He's fucking smart. Um, he doesn't have to do any of the things that he does, but he does it anyway. Yeah. Um, he's just a great... Just a great fun character. Yeah, and like sometimes when I'm doing best um, hero or best villain, sometimes I try, you know, like uh, when it, what was it? They live. They live. You know, I, live. I really kind of like <laughs> talked about, but sometimes, sometimes the hero is so good, like. It you speaks have, for itself. Yeah, it speaks for yeah. itself. And sometimes, like, you have um, Furiosa, which is a great hero. I mean, sure. she's she's delivering people from the sex trade, right. you know? Right. so she, she was my backup. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a great hero. I think she's probably doing something probably maybe a little bit more heroic. I don't know. But... There's so much flavor with John McClane, man. Um, in my notes here, I put, um, you know, he's the action hero. He saves the hostages. He stops the bad guy, and he helped bring some meaning back to Sergeant Powell's life. You know, right? Um, and he's trying to work on his marriage too, man. Right. You know, but yeah, he's for the same reasons that I gave best um, uh, character to is a lot of the reasons I gave best hero in this case. So yeah, John McClane's badass. All right, best kill. I'm interested in what you guys go with. There's some good kills, man. Yeah, I mean, if we added all these up, Jesus, it's like (laughs) there's like almost 600 deaths between all these movies. Um, It it was really hard to to narrow down one, and I ultimately went just the raid, and I just went with in general. (laughs) (laughs) I was asking if I could do that (laughs) because there's so many deaths in this movie, and and. There's a lot of really cool innovative. They uh, rack up. Quick. I think I think some of my some of my fa- favorites are uh, Ronald the bad the main bad guy when he just fucking lines people up and he's just shooting them. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he runs out of bullets for the last guy and he's like, oh well, I yeah. guess you know this is I'm not gonna shoot you today. And then goes gets a hammer and just beats his fucking skull <laughs> in. 
Or the one where they break through the door and then it's just the wood shard from the bottom of the door oh, yeah, and they yeah, just yeah. fucking shove that guy's throat down yeah. on it. There's the whole knife fight scene in the, no, the hallway. Yeah. Like, so good. just full of fucking great kills. But yeah, the, I, right. I went raid just because overall it was fucking awesome to watch all those deaths. I keep coming back to Fury Road because I love I love the mythology that they build. I think that this is one of the most well constructed worlds, and I you know Mad Max has been a labor of love for George Miller for a very long time, and yes. I think you really see it in Fury Road, and it's just so well constructed. And part of what I love are just the War Boys and how they're just absolutely willing to give their lives for a Morton Joe. They think that he like holds the sun, and that like you know, he's going to carry them to Valhalla and shit, and they'll just fucking kill themselves for him. Mediocre! Yeah, (laughs) so, yeah. So, like, so, you know, when this war boy is on the back of the rig and he gets shot, and he's, like, spraying his fucking teeth with chrome or whatever, and and everyone else is like, witness! (laughs) And he fucking jumps off the back of that thing and then, like, pikes this car and blows it up. Like, that's fucking badass. Like, and there's so many, you're right, there's so many deaths throughout all this whole marathon, but, like, Every time they, every time they, 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 yell, they yell witness and something blows up, like, I just have a big fucking smile on my face. Uh, like, I can't <laughs> help but absolutely love that. Like, it's great. That just triggers my uh, thought, though. I just, I love that scene, though, where me, he's like, uh, he's like, Morton Joe, I can, I can climb this tanker, I'll, uh, you know, I'll stab her, I'll shoot her, whatever, whatever. I'll shake her in the back. I'll shake her in the back, he's like, kill her or whatever. And he gets up there, and like, the moment he, he gets up, he just fucking like, falls <laughs> off. He's like, mediocre, mediocre. <laughs> for the longest time, that was an award for, for Adventures in Video Land. It was the mediocre award. <laughs> oh, I loved it. But yeah, my best kill uh, went to the raid, and you already actually brought it up. The exact scene out of all the kills in the fucking marathon, <laughs> yeah. you named my favorite kill. And it's when Rama, he, he kicks a thug through a door. He turns around, grabs another thug, <laughs> jumps fucking backwards, and slams his throat through the fucking door frame. <laughs> See, I didn't the like that. The sickest shit I've ever seen, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't really like that. Really, I was like, I, it, I felt, it looked really unnatural to me. Oh. It, it, it looked at me, and I, maybe they didn't, maybe they didn't even use uh-huh. a wire, but it looked. Me, like, like this is fucking badass choreography. Whoa, he just got janked by a wire. Like, he's like, <laughs> really? oh, it just looked I weird. I loved it, like, dude. It was so awesome. But um, another great kill from Raid 2 was um, when one of the SWAT guys is taking on Mad Dog. And they're in the hallway. So all this chaos is going on. And Mad Dog has a gun. The other guy has a knife. And he's like, no, 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 no. We're going to stop this right now. I'm going to put my gun away. We're going to go in this yeah. apartment building. And we're going to go one-on-one. Just because I like to fucking fight. Yeah. That was so cool. I love that whole fight and the, and the kill ultimately leading to, you know, the right. smart guy getting killed. But, um, yeah, I went raid with the Rama Kicks. Uh, you know, yeah, there was a door through a guy's fucking throat. <laughs> but I, I want to give a shout-out real quick to um, Sergeant Powell killing Carl. Oh, yeah. That's 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 that was great. That was a like, great kill. moment. Yeah. Like, yeah, and then and Morton Joe's face and, rip. That was, fa- yeah. that was pretty And nice. Sergeant Powell's off-screen kill of a 13-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> great kill, buddy. <laughs> yes. I killed a thirteen-year-old boy. <laughs> GG. One of my what the fuck moments. Yeah, if this was twenty, if this was made in twenty seventeen, it'd be um, Sergeant Powell would be white and he would shoot a black kid, probably. Right, of course. <laughs> that's would. how it would go. Yeah. Uh, okay, what the fuck? This is like All one right. of our favorites. All right, this what the is, fucks yeah. is always fun. Should um, we keep we, it? Should we limit this? We we should. Yeah. Let's do three. Let's do our winner and then like our backup. Okay. All right, because we we usually talk way too long. <laughs> An hour on what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, these, these, what is this? What is this category? This category is like moments either in the film or something about the film that really makes you go like, what the fuck? Like either <laughs> yeah. because it's so bad or it's so fucking cool. Uh, yeah. Like one of those two two aspects. 
Um, my winner comes from Hard Boiled, and these these points don't count uh, towards our end totals yeah. if you're keeping track at home. It's so hard to just do two. <laughs> uh, mine comes from Hard Boiled, and it's the elevator scene. Uh-huh. All right, you guys yeah. know the scene. <laughs> So, they do this fucking massive kill in this, like, lobby area, and then they get into an elevator, and it just gets quiet, and they're having this nice little conversation, Uh, the door opens, and they go fucking nuts again in this room full of guys. (laughs) That's the same location. That elevator doesn't move, and it's a 20-second moment, and it's, you see that area, and the doors close, and then a crew goes fucking nuts to make it look like a completely different floor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's the exact same room, but they just had people come in, pull shit out, and put really? stuff in. That's cool. Okay. And that's fucking crazy. That's cool. Um, my second what the fuck is from Mad Max Fury Road. You know how much film they actually shot for this movie? Uh, 470 hours. Jesus. Wow. Hours. It took them three months to edit. Top and bottom. 400 hours? Yeah. That's Jesus. nuts, man. That's fucking insane. That's like some Kubrick shit. Yeah, they basically know, right? shot this movie like... <laughs> You're you're looking at mostly like ten to one, so usually it'd be about two hundred hours for a sure. movie that's that's two hours long. That's some pantheon almost, editing. That's right. almost two and a half <laughs> times more than that. That's wow. insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, real, you know. real quick, did you guys the, for best kill? Did you guys see that moment in Hard Boiled where a guy's just in the back of a truck and the motorcycle goes <laughs> in, the, rams him into the fucking, <laughs> fucking crate? Truck. I was like, Jesus God Christ, damn. that was hard. I love some of the kills in Hard Boiled too. There's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot. 300. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, what's your what the fuck? My my fucking what the fuck was just the camera work on Raid, man. Like, really? Wow. It was fucking all over. The, and I don't mind yeah. shaky cam shit, uh-huh. man. But this is like some fucking Muhammad Ali, Michael J. Fox wow. tier <laughs> shit. Like, like. I agree. I agree. I, really? I, totally. I, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Like, I found it very distracting. Like, it, and it wasn't. It wasn't even so much. There was one. There's two scenes in particular. I think one of them is when. Is that big fight scene where they all they all go into the room and they they tip the refrigerator uh, up and they it's yeah. that scene but it's going like I swear to God Brad like, I know this is I know the word uh-huh. recording this on sound you can't but it's like uh, like See, that's no, no. the fucking camera I just doing. came out like, of Blair Witch two no I, I, and <laughs> okay? that also is terrible I couldn't even see anything in Blair Witch two no and I agree that was Blair Witch two was fucking shit but like. That, I, I, I couldn't fucking concentrate, man. And oh, then it happened man. again when he was just having a conversation, I think it was with his brother later on, and they're just talking like um, you and I are talking. That fucking camera, dude, really? is going all over the place. But, I, that, but dude, then there's a, there's some really smooth shots, too, like when the snipers are in the fucking building, and right. it comes in right behind them. There's some beautiful setup shots, but you know in that room where they're, they're chopping through the fucking floor? Yeah. yeah. They didn't have a dolly to swoop down, so they actually took the camera, dropped it through the floor, handed it off to someone, and then they yeah. moved around. Yeah. It, it, there's some really innovative and shots think, in this. You're right, and I and I, I feel like what they're going for is that like you're part of the you're part of the team. You know what I mean? Like it's frantic and whatever. Yeah. But it, I find it very distracting. Wow, I'm so, so, surprised sometimes that, sometimes right? it definitely works, and sometimes that yeah. they hinder. See, I feel bit. every. And it's no secret, like it didn't get a lot of my awards because you know there's one obviously here. Die Hard is so powerful for me, but the Raid I consider personally Raid to be the best movie of or action movie of the 21st century. It blows John See, Wick, Fury Road, get behind it, man. Like, man. Yeah, I every hit, every punch. I am like, I remember watching this in the theater over in Indianapolis at mm-hmm. Landmark, and I walked out being like, man, I've never seen shit like that before. I, right. I love it. But okay, so it's your. Just the camera work in general. Just for you? the camera work in general. Okay, what's yeah. your runner up? My runner up. Uh, actually, Rachel and I were talking about this the other night. Um, we were we were saying I was so glad that we saw Fury Road in the theater uh-huh. because it's so much bigger and louder and like it just when you watch things on the small screen it doesn't have the same impact. You right. know what I mean? But like we were talking about you know when 
when the war band comes up and they're chasing the war rig and like you, it's the first time you see like Morton Joe's like Harold with the fucking guitar and the flame shooting out of it. <laughs> Great. And I think we were, we were both like, you know, I remember seeing that in theaters and thinking like, I don't know if that's the dumbest shit I've ever seen or if it's the fucking most badass thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. and like it's you know, it's like that's I don't know what the fuck, man. That is awesome. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. That's that's the the runner up probably just that dude because okay. I didn't expect there to be like this fucking dude, you know. Wailing on a Gibson, fucking, you know, <laughs> but it's it's yeah, it's awesome. Well, I had do I had a lot of what the fucks, but so well, there's the the baby peeing on on tequila's <laughs> pants and then calling him like a piss pot or whatever. Like, I'm surprised you didn't go with the poster that I put up for. That's a real poster where he's yeah, like, I know tequila's holding the baby. <laughs> yeah, he's he's in he's in an outfit he doesn't wear at any other point in the movie. Yeah, he's holding a shotgun in one hand and a baby in the other, and you're like, <laughs> what? Like all these things happen, but they don't all happen just, at the same time. I was he's like watching, in an underground tunnel for some right, reason. That's I was watching. I was like an hour and a half into the film, and I was like, why? Why is he holding the fucking baby on the poster, <laughs> dude? Like, dude. there's like a showdown of the maternity ward at the end. Like, okay. <laughs> okay, well, my what the fuck is, I get caught with this at least once a year, and I try to do this once a year, and it never works for me, and it's fists with toes. Okay? Die hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, oh, so this yeah, businessman yeah. tells John McClane, he goes, I've been doing it for nine years, and it's better than shower and hot cup of coffee. Yeah. You know? And John McClane goes to his room, and he starts balling up his toes into the carpet and he loves that shit too he's like oh this is fucking badass every i watch this every christmas yeah, okay so do I. and i take off my fucking shoes every fucking i'm so like do doing that for yeah. like it, it never fucking works <laughs> do you get anything from it i well i've never done it after i got off a plane uh-huh. so maybe it does something in that context but it, yeah Man. it feels weird every time every time they talk about it on screen i do it in my shoes See, yeah, and it, yeah. Does, it doesn't, it's never done anything for me. I'm just like, what the fuck is weird, everything yeah. talking about yeah. in this? Um, <laughs> uh, my runner up. Okay, let me, I only get two here, so I gotta be strategic. So I'm gonna ask you guys a question and then get to my runner up. Okay. All right. So I'm cheating a little bit. Okay. So <laughs> does it ever bother you in Fury Road that he can't talk through his muzzle? Because, like, his muzzle clearly is not, like, shutting his mouth. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of beveled. Over his chin, it like comes. Okay. It comes straight down. Like if I have this over me right now, I can talk clearly. But he never says a fucking word until well, that comes off. I, t- right. I take it as that he doesn't want to talk. He has no, no reason to. So say why does he? Why does he start talking when he takes? Because the only time he starts is right when that fucker comes off. I don't think that he can't do it. I first of all, we don't know how long he's been enslaved or whatever. Uh-huh. That's, it, it could be he's just not be, being socialized with, and he's just not talking, and then. Once he gets it off, he's like, I'm just, I'm speculating because I'm But, but yeah, he, he doesn't even but get like, time to, like, adjust. Like, but he, even when he takes it he off, doesn't he doesn't start, talk a whole lot. He doesn't the movie start talking no, 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 until but the end of the movie. Dude, it comes off straight up like he can't talk with it on because the okay. moment, because he takes it off on top. He takes it off on top of the tanker, mm-hmm. and right when he gets in, he's like, where are we going? Right when he or something you like that, like, the Bane he, voice. Yeah, well, yeah, it's exactly. Oh my god, oh my god. That always bothered the fuck out of me. But um, Mad, Mad, I got a couple issues. But here's my here's my runner up, and I'll stick it's with that because I could talk for days about some of this. <laughs> um, I always hated um, Mad Max, and or um, okay, let me let me back that up. I love Mad Max. <laughs> I always got bo- it's always bothered me that Max never gets injured in the fucking sandstorm. They were right. going at breakneck speeds. Um, he's he's tied to this fucking thing that's going miles an hour through a fucking tornado. Yeah. If you can survive that, 
See, there's no like, fucking stakes. So man. I just watched this like two nights ago, and I knew I knew that that scene bothered you, and I watched it again. It still doesn't fucking bother you me. You know what bothers? They me? don't like drive straight into the fucking twister, man. Dude, like, you, they, okay, I don't give a fuck. You tie me to a goddamn. Car. I'm not I don't saying care. it's you not implausible. Me, you tie me to my fucking Kia, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and you go down the road sixty miles an hour through fucking rain, and and I spin At and I crash. I'm dead. Go. At that point, he's, to be fair, he's not tied to the fucking roof of the car at that point. Uh, he's on the back of the car did, trying to bust in through the window. Did you see his car? Yeah. His t- car, it doesn't even resemble a car. I'm just saying. Uh, I, it Honestly, I knew that it bothered you, uh, and I knew that this would come up, and I watched it with that in mind, and it still doesn't bother me. You know me. why it, it bothers bother me so much? Because I watch a movie like Die Hard. And well, I you won't, see and, but, him take all that fucking well, damage. No, no, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah damage, I appreciate that. damage, and we'll, we'll get into it a little bit more, so I'll, I'll stay brief on it. But Die Hard, they take something important away from him in Die Hard, and it affects his character. I would have right. loved if fucking, because, you know, it, this is a Furiosa's movie. Do right. we all agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And I have no problem with that, but if you're going to make it her movie, then why not injure Max in that fucking... Give him a broken fucking leg. You know, take mm-hmm. something where... You know, he's, he can still be a hero, but take something away from him. And just... Pro- mm-hmm. I think that would make him an even better action star in this movie right. if he had a broken arm or broken Honestly, leg. Honestly, and I've, al- I've always thought... I didn't... Well, I haven't always thought this, but we talked about this when we did the Feminist Road uh-huh. discussion. You brought it up, and I didn't agree with you at the time, but at the now, I, I do agree with you. Max doesn't even need to be in this movie. No. He doesn't need to be there. Like, he's almost an afterthought. Yeah. So the the fact that he's injured in the thing, I don't even think they fucking care because it's Furiosa's movie. The The movie would be better if it were just, like, a Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Like, yeah. it's, it's just set in the Mad Max universe, and it's just Furiosa. Yeah, I agree. I, I There's no... But I don't... I love it for what it is. Uh-huh. But I think it would be better if it were that. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. need to have Max at all. So I will stop with the what the fuck's there. <laughs> okay. All so, right. um, but yeah, usually in the past we've stuck on this for an hour. Oh, yeah, so. that's the best part. We go through yeah. like all of them. Oh, I'm so curious on this next one, guys. Best score and soundtrack. Where did you go? You know what? Most of these soundtracks were not good to me. Uh huh. Um, I, I was not. I was not into at least four of these. A lot Two. of them had a good theme. Right. Yeah. They, they all kind of stuck to the theme. Uh, Die Hard, not so much. That was a little over, all over. Are the you place. kidding? Die Hard like, has some of the best. It's like fucking Run shit. DMC, and then it's, it's just a bunch of other yeah. like. I, I didn't die. I mean, it's, it, I didn't get my pick, but Die Hard, even like even the background, like it's the music is what sets it as like as what really like like cements it as like a Christmas. Movie. Fuck yeah! You know I mean? And I'll like, get there in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fine, um, but I, <laughs> I, I kind of like the the gritty metal to Mad Max, but I, I went with Hard Boiled. Um, really? I know you mentioned like at the beginning that jazz flute, how like shit. awful it is, but I love it because it sets that movie up to not be as serious as, yeah. as all these other movies. Like it, it's a it's a funny scene to me. It's really hilarious. It just it just starts with him like fucking playing jazz flute, like it he's was... a goddamn like rock star. Yeah, and then like he just we never go back to that to ever fair, again. It wasn't that part that bothered me. It's this. It's after that, when uh, I, who is it? Is it uh, Alan that's driving to like the library to kill the guy? Yeah, they're still playing shit then, and uh-huh. it's so fucking loud and like <laughs> like grating. It's not. It's not that the performance in the club doesn't bother me. Right. It was like, are we gonna do this the whole fucking movie, dude? Like, is this? I'm not no, into it, this. It goes a little more like traditional, okay. like Chinese, and music it does. Later. You're right, and, and, yeah. and 
I think, like, the music actually fits the mood of the film. Like, there's that, even though it's, like, jazz music, it's done in a comedic yeah, way. Cool. And, and then the hard-boiled, it, there's a lot of funny moments in hard-boiled. Right. It's, not, it's not trying to take itself too seriously. And I think the music kind of played into that. Okay. So, yeah, I agree with you. Not a lot of these soundtracks really stood out for me. And there's a lot of things, like, the theme is really cool, you know, but the rest of the, rest of the movie, there's really nothing. I, I think... For a long time, I was thinking, like, man, you know, Terminator 2 has some great shit. Like, the theme to Terminator is really cool. But they don't do anything else the whole fucking rest yeah, of the movie. Right. So, um, I ended up, it was real close between Die Hard and Fury Road. And I ended up going with Fury Road. Because uh, I remember, again, before the movie came out, I'm just looking up shit on YouTube or whatever. And it was the soundtrack that I kept coming back to. And it just sounds like a Mad Max film should sound. You know what I mean? Like, there's like there's an Immortan Joe theme, I think, that maybe we can link it on the discussion when we post this. But it just sounds like that's... I want that to be my fucking theme if I'm a warlord in fucking apocalyptic future or whatever. Like, it's so fucking badass. Dude, I will tell you one so thing. So badass. Fury Road didn't get mine, but I tell you one thing. Every time I watch that, I put my sh- myself in, like, Furiosa and, and Max's shoes. Can you imagine... Turning around and seeing this war game shooting out of a guitar, drums. I would shit my pants. Yeah, fuck this. No, I agree. Unless you saw a cool Chinese coming at you with a jazz flute. That's fucked up. Yeah, the Morton Joe had a fucking Chinese jazz flute, dude, on the back of his fucking war rig. Like, that'd be scary as fuck. I take it back. All right, um, I would never have guessed this one until I broke it down, and my best score soundtrack went to Die Hard. Yeah, it was And, close. dude, it was... I've never thought of it like this, but, one, you have Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. Yeah. I, I never realized how much I love that in an action movie when he's trying to crack this, this safe, and yeah. when they open it, Beethoven's music goes no, off. It's such a celebrated yeah. moment in the movie. Uh, but then you have Winter Wonderland at the end, which, mm. again, it, I watch this every Christmas. And to people who don't think it's a Christmas movie, go fuck yourself. Yeah, um, it absolutely is. Argy- yeah. It's not Christmas in my house until you see you hear Argyle uh, listening to um, yeah. fucking Run DMC. Yeah. You know, it, it's yeah. great. Uh, Christmas and Hollis. And what I love about this, this soundtrack the most is I think it's an above average score when none of that's going on until they start adding sleigh bells mm-hmm. through all of it. And that yeah. elevates it into something so special because, yeah, you can't escape that Christmas is all over this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Where Absolutely. he'll be like just running. It's like you just hear that sleigh bell yes. on yeah. top of the action theme. Um, and on top of that, you also have, and this isn't really, it's kind of music related, but you have uh, right when Bruce Willis or uh, John McClane goes into Nakatomi Plaza, mm-hmm. he's whistling jingle bells. Yeah. When you have... Um, um, Sergeant Powell going into the to the uh, quick, st- quick yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's like whistling or humming or singing. Yeah, right outside. Is yeah, whatever, it's yeah. like all of that together is is so awesome. And I never realized how much I love the music in this, but it is so so Christmas, man. Yeah, it and is, it, it's just, it's great, man. I love it, man. The soundtrack was was really good. But I, I like the rest of them too. I really like. Did you guys like the raid score? Lincoln Parks, Mike Shin- uh, Shinoda. Is that his name? Yeah, it's it's kind of weird in that movie to me. Um, like I I would have preferred music that was you know, more traditional to, you know, Taiwan. But see, like, the, the director's not even Taiwan. You know, he's not... Right, he's, he's American. American. Yeah, well, he's... He's, he's um, British. Yeah, he's British. Right. Which is awesome, though. I mean, this guy went to... Um, if you if you look at what he did, like, he couldn't make, like, the kind of movie he wanted to in, mm-hmm. in the UK or America because there's like, too much red tape. You can't throw somewhere. people through fucking windows, you know? So he goes over to, you know, wherever <laughs> he made this movie. It's like, okay, we can, we can kill stunt people. 
<laughs> we can throw them through windows and stab them in the face and they, no one cares? Yeah. Cool. cool. Sounds great. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I like that soundtrack too. I thought that was really good. It brought some energy, but yeah, Die Hard was mine. Um, let takes us to best quote. Best quote. Mm. Now, as a full movie, I think Terminator 2 is probably the best, the most quotable. There's some mm. great lines in it, you know, come with me if you want to live. Like shit, right. we all yeah. know. Uh, but my, I, oh man, this one was really, really tough. This was tough, yeah. Because there were there were two lines. One was from Hard Boiled, and one was from Mad Max Fury Road. And I've I've been teetering. I'm still kind of teetering, looking at both of these right now. Um, I'm just gonna say both of them, and then I'm gonna say which one I think is better. Uh-huh. So, from Hard Boiled, it comes from Superintendent Pang when he says, "Give the guy a gun, and he thinks he's Superman. Yeah. Give him two, and he thinks he's God." <laughs> yeah, I like that quote. That was I really good. Fucking there. love that line. And then Mad Max Fury Road comes from a Morton Joe when he's like over all these people like he's fucking Pope of the land and he just goes, do not, my friends, become addicted to water. It will take hold of you and you will resent its absence. (laughs) Like how fucking evil is that? Like, don't drink water, (laughs) you dumbasses. And they'll listen because they have to. Oh, man. I You know, I originally wrote down Mad Max and Morton Joe, but I'm I'm switching it to hard-boiled. I think that line See, is I'm just so mine, fucking too. great. Um, so, yeah, Pang with with that fucking great, like, give him two guns and he thinks he's God line is just badass. And really kind of describes Tequila, too. He's this guy who, like, thinks he's just fucking immortal. And especially with a gun in his hand. And he kind of is. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going hard-boiled. I changed it. Okay, so, yeah, I'm actually changing mine right now. Ooh. Um... So the one that I had, this was really hard. I mean, this is this was uh, this and defining moment were the last ones that I had. I had everything else done, and I just I just going over them over and over and over again. I, you know, I'm taking my break at work and going upstairs on my phone and just looking at quotes, <laughs> and like I couldn't nail anything down. And I end up I end up going with, and this isn't what I picked. I'm so this is what I picked, but now I'm changing it. Was just I end up going with just Yippie Kaye, motherfucker, because it's just so iconic. It is, yeah, yeah. Uh, but if I'm being honest, the every time I hear the quote, uh, and I posted it on AV right before I left, yeah, it's with, quote, the, yeah. the, with the with the bullet farmers chasing mm-hmm. after him in the in the the swamp or whatever, and he says, uh, "I am the scales of justice, conductor of the choir of death. Sing, brother heckler, like that's fucking badass, <laughs> man. Like that shit is fucking cool. And it, it again, like it's just like with the the witness thing, like." I just find myself smiling uh-huh. when he's saying it because it's so fucking cool. You know, that's... So, I'm changing it to that, but it was Yibikaye, motherfucker. But just for the really generic, like, it's so iconic. Uh-huh. Every time I hear it, I think, yeah. oh, yeah, fuck yeah, Yibikaye, motherfucker. Yeah, um, it's iconic for a reason. Um, Die yeah. got... This is the, the marathon that got my most... Or one movie got my most awards. And I'm, I'm being completely honest with myself, though, man. I, I think it might be one of the greatest one-liners in movie history. Yeah. You have a loose cannon. Killing your fucking guys. He puts a, a sw- you know, draws or, or writes on a sweater, a ho ho ho, now I have a machine gun, yeah. right? He's fucking with yeah. you left and right. You get him on the line, right? And you, you make a, a TV reference, right? Or a movie reference about John Wayne, right? This fucking loose cannon, okay, that you can't control. You don't know what this guy's about. He just <laughs> tells you, yippee ki motherfucker. <laughs> it's like yeah. the coolest fucking yeah. thing you could ever tell. 
a fucking terrorist, okay, right. that's trying to find you. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. <laughs> I fucking love that, yeah. man. It's like one of the coolest things you could say. Also, one of the best, like, dubbed over lines for television. Oh, no, I'm sure it is. Yippee Kaye, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> There's no Mr. Falcon in the movie. <laughs> Who the fuck is Mr. Falcon? That's or funny. that. For I believe that's for for uh, number two. In the first one, they changed it to Yippee Kaye, Melon Farmer. Jesus, <laughs> what? Man, can, yeah. can you just imagine? You're a villain. You're trying to to do your thing, right? Your heist. Yeah. And someone says Yippee Kaye, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, where's that? Right. We move on to best screenplay after this. All right, let's do um, it. This is another kind of tough one yeah. for me. Um, it was really hard. I, I, had, I had it down to three. It took three of these movies. Um, I had it down to Die Hard, Matrix, and Terminator 2. And I went with Matrix on this one. Because okay. I think it's the most adventurous. And I think it's, it's the one that, if you went back and watched it, you're paying more attention to the movie yeah, than all sure. of these other ones. Um, and it's because of little things that they sprinkle in throughout the movie. Um, yeah, your Jesus allegories there or whatever, but it really is uh, just a just a pretty solid story to begin with. And as we saw from the sequels, that it's absolute garbage when you're not thinking ahead. Sure. So they obviously spent a lot of time with it, yeah. and I think they they pretty much perfected what they were doing with that script. They did exactly what they wanted. How many times in real life you hear people say, "I think I'm in the Matrix," you know? I feel yeah. like I'm yeah, in the yeah, fucking yeah. Matrix, yeah. you know? Right. It makes you think just about your life in general, and you know what. Just meaning of life, I think. There's some really interesting themes mm-hmm. in it. It's funny. You should, I, I didn't pick The Matrix, but like I do remember being, you know, whatever, whatever age, <laughs> no, whatever age I was when this movie came out, and like being in the car, I think with Josh, and just talking with Josh about like how the next the dude like thinking about what the next movie is gonna be like. You yeah. know, what I mean, this is really like where I where I remember discussing movies with people, uh-huh. and just we had all these great ideas of where they could go with this. And I think it's in part because the screenplay is so fucking good. It's it's yeah. it, it you want to know more about what's gonna happen. They don't give you a whole lot of information, and it turns out they took it in a fucking shitty direction. I read <laughs> the other two movies. I don't care for at all. Yeah. The Matrix is one of my. It's one of those like guilty pleasure kind of movies. I think really, yeah. like, it's not it's not a wonderful movie, but it's good, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, I want Hard Boiled actually is my best screenplay. Oh really? Yeah, I think there's a lot of movies that do the undercover cop thing. Like I, we just watched The Departed, which honestly I didn't really care for. Really? I yeah, I don't I don't like Scorsese in general. Hmm. Uh, but like Hard Boiled is fun, man. Hard Boiled has it has yeah. a good story. Uh, it takes you to some nice places. The characters uh, have some depth. Like it's not just this hard boiled badass cop. He's also a jazz flute. Flautist <laughs> or whatever. He's and going like, through some weird relationship. You know, it, the, you the go girl. you go from tea house or tea house gunfight to showdown of the maternity ward, and somehow in that in that <laughs> is a cool story. It makes sense somehow that you get there, and yeah, I like it, man. It's good. It was surprised me. But right on uh, my best screenplay was uh, just like yours, Kyle. It's Matrix. Um, it oh, taps cool. into uh, philosophical, but it also gets into some religious ideas. I mean, it's it pays homage to everything from Plato to um, Alice in the Wonderland, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think uh, tying those kinds of stories or ideas, uh, but also into a, a kung fu movie, right. you know, and knowing, you know, it's 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 past in those genres as well. Um, so it's as, it's as dumb as you want it to be, but yeah. it's as deep as you want it to get to. Yeah. You can just sit down and have a fun, 
science fiction action movie, or you can learn a little bit about Plato and and just right. about life and, and existence and, and things like that. So I think uh, Matrix has a lot going for it in there. But you know, I went with that one. But Die Hard was really fun too. Like yeah. I think uh, for um, it was really the first one that really set it that I know of anyway that set it in a building and you had like well, I mean, some they, different they themes set going a stand on. And, for yeah, they said yeah. That's exactly. why whenever there are action movies now, it's like it's Die Hard on a plane, it's exactly. Die Hard right, on a exactly. bus, it's Die Hard, yeah, it's yeah. because Die Hard set that precedent. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, there's some funny lines in this. I mean, when he's like trying to get the cops, you know, over and mm-hmm. they don't believe him, you know, and he's like. Uh, if, if you if you uh, keep on doing this, we're gonna you know send someone down there. So yeah. he's like, "What do you think I'm doing? Trying to order a fucking pizza?" <laughs> you know, there's some really funny lines in this movie, and I, I think it's really witty. So on the written page, you know, I'd be proud to write an action movie with this much wit, but that is smart at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, Matrix um, took it for me. All right, that brings us to best cinematography. Um, this one came down to two movies to me. Um, the others just weren't even a thought. Uh, and it, The Matrix and Terminator 2 uh, were really close. And I, I edged out The Matrix just because of how more innovative it was. How how what they did in that movie with shots, bullet time, and things like uh-huh. that. Yes, they were not invented for The Matrix, but they yeah, were right. perfected for The Matrix. Bullet time and, and a lot of the wire work they do. And I, I went with that because you saw a trend of movies four years after, that just tried to copy oh, yeah. everything The Matrix did. And, you know, and, and that's what it ultimately came down to. You didn't see a lot of people being liquid robots after Terminator 2. Right. So, so The Matrix, uh, mm-hmm. Bill Pope did the cinematography for it. It's, it's, it's really good fucking camera work. They do some really interesting shit with that movie. And again, like the, the way they utilize bullet time uh, really kind of changed movies around that time and how we saw action films. Right. I'm amazed that you didn't pick Fury Road. I, it's, really? it's such a no-brainer to me. Like oh, wow. they, they I have can't stand to look at that movie. Really? Yeah, it's oversaturated. Well, you, you man. said this on the, you said this last night when we were talking yeah. about it. I don't the color palette. It, it's even a, you said it was bad. I couldn't possibly. It's disagree. not the color and palette. Art is subjective, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But like, what's well, over? It's I don't like the digital look. And it, this movie's like looks like it was shot with a camcorder. But look at the fire blooms. The fire blooms are like it's thrown through like a processor that's. The, See, the, the reds are. I, feel like, I feel like I'm watching some. I don't believe that's real fire when I see that. You know, um, even the, you know that sh- shot you were talking about where that guy. It was your favorite quote. Yeah. I cannot stand that digital look behind him where it's all. It it's looks all like blue. it's green screen and blue. Yeah, it looks yeah. like that is not even a real environment there. Um, there's it, just it, yeah. It looks it looks like a nuclear fucking wasteland to me, man. It ah, looks like see. it looks like a like a poppy fucking new. Film that, that shit in 35, man. Go no, back man, and film the, that with an actual the, camera, man. That's, it just looks... The fact that, that they're, they're used... Those, I just like that they use bold colors, yeah, man. And, and that's, and man. Art, is, art is subjective, that's yeah. fine. But like they use... They're, they're going from like deep reds and oranges to like a setting that's completely It doesn't blue. look natural to me. It doesn't need to look natural to me. I don't, I don't, know, that it, I don't know that I'm going for photorealism yeah, in, a, yeah. in a film about... About what that's about, yeah. you know it looks, what I mean? It looks like, processed to me, which I didn't care for. But see, I don't, I don't know. I don't necessarily feel like I because I, if you look at the, the all, all the behind the scenes stuff or whatever, that they're not adding a whole lot to it. I mean, like, and that's what that so that's what impresses me about the cinematography is actually just a lot of the moving shots. You know, just just the recording of them driving and shit. They got four hundred hours worth of this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like. And if you when they when they edit stuff in like they're editing in some stuff in the background like some some terrain or whatever but it's just largely untouched you know what I mean like so I, don't, I mean I see what you're saying and, and that's and that's fine but like for me it's a no brainer man it's absolutely yeah we're on different um, yeah opposite ends on this one my best cinematography is 
Matt Flannery from the Raid, you know, and see, I couldn't disagree with you more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sounds I, like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I remember watching this at the, like I said, the landmark, and this movie is. I feel every punch, um, every kick, and when, and this man, can you trying to capture that? These guys are moving a, a, a mile a minute, and the the different kinds of, um, the different kinds of action beats that are taking mm-hmm. place. Oh, I just love it, and then wa- just knowing the the behind the scenes production of this movie of how they they didn't have certain rigs and they had to drop a camera down, pass it to someone else, and flip right. it almost like I think it was you called it uh, posted La La Land, yeah, where they're doing the flip, you know, where it's dancing. You see, you see um, it's, uh, Ryan so Gosling on a piano, cool watch, yeah. and then they're moving the camera over, and you see. Uh, um, Emma Stone dancing, bam, back to you know Ryan Gosling. It's just, it's just the director like tapping the cameraman yeah. on the shoulder and like it's the same I thing, touch dude. It, like, you yeah, go back camera. and watch the camera work for like like look, try to look up some uh, behind the scenes. Like they're literally uh, they have someone like holding an uh, Indonesian guy by the legs, <laughs> <laughs> dropping it through, and then handing it off to someone else, and then they flip it around, you know, to get yeah. that action scene. Um, but yeah, I feel every kick, every punch. I, I think there's so much energy, and I actually like the. The uh, the gritty look to this this movie. The, it's like a blue cold steel See, I, look. It's, it's so boring. So to yeah, me. like like we said, what's the color, the color palette is like gray, blue, black, white. Yeah, yeah. And it, you're right. If if that's what you like, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. But I don't like that. Yeah, and that's so that's that's yeah, that got mine for sure. I just thought it, and it's filmed with style. Like you know when um the, like I saw about the snipers and they're mm-hmm. taking out the SWAT. There's a, there's like the with the music and then that it comes up just looms behind them so it's mm-hmm. not fast with that music and then. You have other shots that are so focused on the action, but the style never trumps the action, I don't think, which I think it's so hard to film this kind of action movie when it's not, like you said, uh, best action or best kill, I think, is what it's like, can I just pick all a raid? Yeah. You know how hard it is to make that shit look believable with a fucking camera? Yeah. And, I, and I'm with you on that. I mean, I, I appreciate a lot of times, especially with actors, and it, it works when you have like like savant, like masters or whatever, when, they, when they're actual they're actual martial artists and not just actors. Uh-huh. But too often, I hate this, where the camera is so fucking close to somebody when they're fighting. Like, you just get the set. You can't fucking see what's going on. They're trying yeah, to make yeah. it look fast and hard. But, like... Yeah, the fight I really hate in that movie is uh, Mad Dog, like, the little the little guy who's yeah. just a total badass. And he's taking on two people at once. Like, it's, it's like someone just set the camera on the floor and was like, let's just have these guys right. go. Like, it, like, that one's really bad. It's just low angle... And you you don't get to see like the action that's really happening between these three guys. I will say, and I, I the choreography in in that film is, is, great. is some it of is the best I've ever amazing. seen. And I'm not taking away from that at all. But it also it, it goes on for so long. Like some of these fights, like they're getting the fucking shit kicked out of them. And I it, it gets to the point where I just don't believe that you, that you would still be doing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like it's just like you were saying. Like I wish Mad, I wish Max would have got fucked up. Like uh, when does Rama get fucked up? That dude takes yeah, yeah. more shots in the, the head than fucking the Rocky, man. Yeah, yeah. Like you know what I mean? And he's nothing. Yeah, yeah. I and something else I love about this too is this is a survival horror film. Is what this yeah, is. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is the straight survival horror one hundred and one. Uh, but yeah, it, yeah. I just love the camera work in this. I'll never forget that the energy that I felt the first time I watched this movie, and it still sticks with me. So mm. that was mine. Um, so let's get into. Best supporting actress is that where we're at? Best supporting actress. This yeah. was this was the Slim Pickens. Dude. Ooh, like, yeah, it was. I I could only find like. Do we need the rubber people. chicken? There are we, were. Are we okay? No, I don't think we need the rubber. I don't chickens. think anyone was like awful, like distracting in the movie. Um, there, were, I I I just went with Gloria Foster as the Oracle in Matrix. Yeah. Um, because she really has like the biggest role for for a woman in a supporting role, and she does she does a good job. She has a yeah. kind face. Yeah. She like <laughs> it's it's not that she's like overly amazing. Uh-huh. You know, if there was any other movie that had anyone even slightly right. good, it would have taken it easily. 
But of the the other people, like there's not a whole lot of screen time for for women in any of these movies. There's well, there were they, they there were plenty, but they were actresses and not supporting. Yeah, they actresses. were not supporting. They were actresses. absolutely actresses. actresses. Definitely. I wanted actresses. to cheat. I messaged you guys and asked if I could use yeah. Linda Hamilton just no, so I could. She's do not a supporting movie. actress. Just so I could give Charlize Theron and Linda Hamilton no. something. Yeah. So. Well, that's the oh, well. Yeah. Okay. What's, what's uh, your best supporting? I had Bonnie Bedelia who plays Holly Holly McLean, Holly Gennaro, whatever. Okay. Again, again, it's not like. She does anything amazing, yeah, but she's yeah. serviceable in her role. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, that's the best you're going to get as a supporting actress in an, in an action marathon. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it was it, This was the worst category for, for me as well. Um, I went with Gloria Foster for Matrix as well. Um, Did you really? Yeah, and this was, that was, I guess, uh, she was in Matrix 1 and then 2, and then that, she died, and then they had to recast her for they Matrix 3. They did recast 3. her, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, this was one. I, if I... I felt kind of bad for this one because I felt it was tacked on for me. I had to give something, so I gave right. it to her. But um, I liked her in it. I liked her quite a bit. So, All right. All right, so where are you going with Best Supporting Actor? Best Supporting Actor? I'm going with the person who had probably the greatest on-screen debut of all time. That's Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber. Okay. That was his first That's role his in the movie. That's his on-screen debut. His first that. movie well, was Die Hard. That's cool. He was a theater actor for a long time, obviously, but he had never been on screen until Die Hard. I agree. I, I would consider my, my only my only objection is that I consider him. I don't consider him a supporting actor necessarily. He's all. I mean, I guess I, he's almost the main character of the film, right. as far as I'm concerned. You spend so much time with him, but no, for me, for me, yeah. it's Hans Gruber. I mean, it, it, things we went over earlier with him being like yeah. just the most iconic. He he took villainry to a different level. He took it to an intellectual place uh-huh. instead of a, a physically imposing place. Mm. Um, and you saw a lot of people following that trend afterwards. So just redefining the type, being so unique who he was, and and being the first time on screen giving. That's to, to me to That's me a what the fuck moment. the the yeah. greatest first film performance of all time. Wow! Yeah, that's incredible. Hmm. Uh, uh, I, I went with Lawrence Fishburne as uh, as Morpheus. I think he's the definitive uh, supporting actor in in this series. I mean, he's he is he is there to support Neo the entire yeah. way through. I mean, he's there to discover you. He's there to train you. He's there to give his life for you. You know, and he—he's just—I mean—he's always there, giving him support and giving him everything that he needs, so that so the Neo believes in himself, and uh, he's a fucking badass. So yeah, yeah. yeah. cool look, those tiny little you know mirror shades. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love the supporting category because it's like you know their job, man, is to support that cast. Right. Uh, my favorite villain, obviously, was Hans Gruber, but I feel that, or yeah, my favorite villain was Hans Gruber. But for my supporting actor, I, I could have went that route, and I like how you. Uh, you know, uh, talked about that. That's that's fantastic. That was his first role. But man, for me, I went with Robert Patrick from Terminator Two. I love really? him. Yeah, yeah. That was, wow. that was my, I, my runner up. Yeah, and the really? reason the reason yeah. for I that is because you have a badass like Schwarzenegger. He already played the villain, right? Mm-hmm. How do you top that? You know, and for this guy to come <laughs> You're in... You're not going to go out and find a guy like massively bigger than Arnold Schwarzenegger. To change the script and go with... Someone who, you know, probably if you saw him out in public is not that intimidating, but his his presence on screen mm-hmm. is awesome. It's an iconic he, performance. Yeah, he's scary as he, he does that wonderful thing where he's talking to people that aren't in his way. Yeah. You know, like when he's like pretending to be a cop to the other cops. He's just this normal, like average guy. Yeah. I'm just your total normal guy. And then when it's John Connor mode, it's yeah. fucking right. cold and dead I, stares. And I, he has that he has that run. Oh it's god, like, the, the way fucking, his hands are, yeah, yeah. so fucking. And cool. his performance there is one of the the bigger reasons that this is one of the probably the the, the greatest sequels of all yeah. time. Yes. you know, for for his casting alone. So absolutely, yeah. Robert Patrick. 
Um, that takes cool. and I, I runner up real quick. I did like uh, Reginald Vell Johnson. Oh yeah, was, I thought that's where you were gonna go. With yeah, that's it. where. Did that guy ever not play a cop? Carl Winslow. I've always yeah. like it, like imagined that it was it is actually Carl Winslow, uh-huh. and that like he there goes, are he, fan theories. He goes that yeah, that he goes now. home after this, and Urkel won't fucking leave, and he's like <laughs> he's like I had a long fucking day, dude. Yeah, like, start, get the fuck out of my I house. I shot a thirteen like, year old. It was Urkel. <laughs> like, I shot a thirteen year old kid, and you're gonna be fucking next. You could try to fuck my daughter and go out here, like. Dude, I love that scene too, where he's in the shop and he's getting like Twinkies or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, "They're for my wife." And the guy's like, "Yeah." And he goes, "She's pregnant." He goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "Well, can you bag them?" He goes, "Yeah, big time." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. Best actress. Oh, it's got to boil down to yeah. two, right? It really does, and uh, we know the two are between right. Charlize Theron and Linda Hamilton. Uh-huh. Here we going. It's so hard to say this. But I'm going to go Linda Hamilton. Yeah. Um, yeah. You did too? I did too. It's, I did it's, too. And, 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 and Charlize Theron fucking killed absolutely. it. Absolutely. No. She absolutely just, she took my best character. But yeah. you got the She's original gangsta Sarah Connor. I, yeah. Yeah. I Linda Hamilton to. is a beast in this I, fucking yeah. Dude, she's first of all, for, and Furiosa did exactly what she was supposed to do. Charlize Theron did exactly what she was supposed to do. She was a badass. But like Linda Hamilton came to fucking act. Like, Smoking a cigarette, fucking cleaning a gun. Right. But you're she's just like, oh, crazy God. as fuck fuck in this movie she's an emotional fucking train wreck in this yeah. movie she's super nice and trying to be cool with the therapist and then she's like trying to claw his fucking neck yeah, out yeah. and then you're seeing the video of her and like dude and first of all she's built like a brick shit house in this dude, movie she's too. like physically imposing she, other than Schwarzenegger she's right. like the last she's person I don't want to fuck with in any beast. of these movies she yeah. got it for me just for the chin ups on the back yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, she, yeah, she came to fucking she came to fucking act. But what's like, important to note, and I always try to to base it off of the movie that we're talking about, Terminator Two, right? Right. But go watch Terminator One. She was so weak in that, you know. Right. And now she's a fucking action star, like someone you don't right. fuck with. Yeah. You know, yeah, just the 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 role reversal of her in this is awesome, and you know it could be argued. I don't think you have. A Fury, if you're, I love Furiosa. Like we said, I think yeah, it should yeah. be her fucking movie. It is. I her do too. Movie. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you have a Furiosa without these first big leaps of Ripley yeah. and Sarah Connor. You know, in Terminator Two, um, there's there's three badass women in cinema to me, in, in this kind of in this action genre, and the, it's those three. But mm-hmm. man, she Linda <laughs> Hamilton um, again with the casting of Robert Patrick and and her role reversal too is one of the reasons again that it's one of the best sequels of all time. Right. Absolutely. So. All right. So that was an easy one. Um, best actor. This one too came down to two for me. Um, came down to Bruce Willis and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh-huh. Um, Schwarzenegger was on this just because he's so different. Like we just talked about, Linda mm-hmm. Hamilton yep. between one and two. Exactly, he's a totally different character, so and he's very up. believable. He's very cold, but at the same time, you know, he shows these little bits of humor. But I'm gonna go Die Hard. Um, mostly because of other things we talked about, like mm-hmm. it, Bruce Willis owns John McClane. Um, it, I, you know, not something that you see on screen, but like that character was made by him. Really, um, there are so many times that he went to the director and said, "I wouldn't say this." Mm-hmm. Like John McClane wouldn't say this. John McClane wouldn't do this. That that scene with the gun where he gives Hans Gruber a gun, it was not supposed to be unloaded in the script. It was oh, supposed really? to be a loaded gun, and he's like. John McClane wouldn't be that stupid. And, the, and it's those beats right there, man, that turn this into such a Absolutely. fucking awesome movie. And, and it is, and he does, he delivers the humorous lines very well, like the, come out to California. Yeah, oh, laugh, so like, good. All, all great stuff. He delivers his lines incredibly well. And, you know, there's, say what you want about 2 through 20, sure. wherever the fuck we're at. Yeah. But there's a reason why those movies keep getting made, and it's because 
Bruce Willis right. delivers every time. I can't wait to add to that. I I went see. I don't consider him as an, uh, a supporting actor. I went to Alan Rickman uh, okay. for Hans Gruber. I consider. I mean, I really do consider this to be basically like his film. Really? He co-stars. He easily co-stars with Bruce Willis. We talked. We talked around and around about how great Bad he is in this movie. Is. And uh, yeah, he is. He was my best actor for sure. Yeah, dude, check this. I went Bruce Willis Die Hard. Okay. He wasn't known as an action star. He was in Moonlighting. This is his yeah, first yeah. action movie. Right. Like the uh, the studio Fox, they just they got turned down by people like Richard Gere and, and and all kinds of people. They were looking for a star, and they really didn't even trust that Bruce Willis could do this. Um, they didn't. If you look at uh, the old um, billboards and things like that, they didn't even really advertise. I mean, he was a, a comedic actor in Moonlighting, mm-hmm. and to come from a comedic role in that. And to become one of the most iconic action stars of all time, to, ha- to nail the grit, um, mm-hmm. the smart, the foul-mouthed maverick, all that. I mean, he cr- he was he's one of the forefathers of this genre, and he didn't have any experience at all. You know, mm-hmm. come yeah. straight from That's moonlighting great. into this role. Yeah. So, yeah, mine was uh, Bruce Willis. Well, when you movie. can take a character who has a bland name like John McClane and make yeah. that synonymous with yep. action films, you've For fucking sure. hit a home run. Yep. Um, best action scene. A lot of great action scenes. Uh, obviously, we're doing action right. movies. <laughs> oh God! Uh, I, you know, I, the one I chose is what I'm going to stick with. There, there's a lot of fucking great action, especially in the raid. I think is probably the best. Mm-hmm. Like overall, if we're breaking down just action scenes, probably wins out. But Terminator 2, the very first chase scene, is what really wins it for me. It's it's you know when the Terminator is, is coming in, the T eight hundred's coming in, and John has no fucking clue. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, it's just yeah, another yeah. big big fucking dude. So he thinks now two guys are after him, and you've got that scene where you know he pulls the fucking shotgun out of the roses wow. like that that yeah. vision that we see in all fucking movies now, which was actually used in Hard Boil first, but <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it plays out better in Terminator two, right. and then you have one of the best car chase scenes of all time. You got. Schwarzenegger on a motorcycle. Yeah, you got John nice. Connor on a moped. And you got fucking Robert Patrick in a goddamn semi. And they're just fucking blowing cars out of the yeah, way. Yeah, and cool. like you got a shotgun on the fucking yeah. motorcycle, that's and he's good. reloading all one handed and shit. It's just so fucking perfect. There's a reason you still and I, I, I mentioned this already, but like the one handed fucking reload. Like you yeah. see that shit in Call of Duty. Absolutely. Like, because of Terminator, Terminator Two, thirty fucking years ago. You know right. what I mean? Like that's yeah. There crazy. may not be a lot of killing in Terminator Two, but there's a lot of fucking action. Yeah, yeah. and and that scene kind of trumps all to me. Yeah, right. Yours. There were a lot of great fucking action scenes, but the one that really sticks out for me is the Matrix lobby scene. That's great. That's the Matrix great. lobby scene is fucking sick, man. Like it's yeah. so good. And then they lead up to it well. Like they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna go save Morpheus. What do you need? We need guns. Yeah. You know. And they, they go through, and he's got like just fucking a hundred guns, yeah. and it's so go good. I remember seeing that in the theaters and just being like, I'll never. And of course, I saw. I've seen things since then that are yeah. better, but it's, it's so cool. such a great yeah. moment. Yeah. Slow motion, jumping off yeah. pillars. Yeah, it's, it's great, man. They got every, yeah, pulling every trick on the book on that one. Uh, that's really good. Um, when you, we were talking about earlier, we talked about best kill. You said something like, can all of Raid, can I just do that? Can, <laughs> can I just pick all of Raid for best kill? Can, can I? Because yeah, in my notes here, I have... If, if I chose a movie that was overall, uh, then yes. But this is scene. Specific scene. Yeah. Well, because, man, I... Man, I don't know because it's like trapped in the room, cutting through the floor, and then you know the the uh, bomb inside the refrigerator. Yeah. But then you go from that to that the first hallway fight scene, the knife you know? fight yeah, hallway, yeah, the yeah, knife yeah, fight, yeah, the man. Knife great. And scene. then the one on one with uh, uh, Mad Dog and the SWAT guy, and then mm-hmm. you know at the very end you have Mad Dog and the two brothers. I like that, man. I know you said you had some yeah, issues like with that, that scene at all. but man, uh, all that. So I can't pick just all of Raid on the notes. It's a scene. It says scene. Fuck. You picked the scene. category. It uh, was best scene. Because I would have went the other way. 
<laughs> if it was just best action in a movie, then it right. would have went to raid for me. But. I'm going to go the hallway scene that I... Th- okay. Yeah, because that's yeah. badass. That hallway is badass. scene is, is really good. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. yeah, I'm going with that. My runner-up was going to be Matrix Lobby Fight, though. That was really cool. Nice. All right, um, defining moment. Do you want to explain defining moment? Uh, defining moment is the thing that sticks with us. It could be a look, an image, a whole scene, uh, a, a line. Yeah. It can be the poster of the movie. You we, walk away that. from the marathon, right. and that's what something we yeah, think, you of. think of. Um, and for me, this is one of my favorite things to see in film. I know you're not a Scorsese fan, um, but something Scorsese does a lot is done in hard-boiled, and it's that one long, continuous take. And it's the elevator scene that I talked mm-hmm. about earlier in the what the fuck, where you have this incredible fucking shootout in the lobby of this hospital, and they get on an elevator, and it goes from, we're fucking badasses to, hey, let's have a real heart-to-heart talk moment, right. and then doors open up, and we're back into fucking action. Yeah. And it's, it's it's I think it's like five, six minutes of no cutting, just straight action shooting. The choreography that has to go into it's all tight. of that yeah. is fucking mind-boggling. Wow. Like, people don't realize, like... Right. That is fucking intense and amazing, and that sticks with me. The, there was not some. I, I, oftentimes, I try to think of what is the defining moment of the marathon. Yeah. It, like something yeah. that ties everything together, and I couldn't do that this time. There, really, these I, all these I films couldn't. are very different. They're very different, and so I tried to think of what is the defining moment of the film, yeah, or yeah. like of whatever, whichever. All the films have a defining moment, but which one was my favorite? And I, I was keep coming back to. Uh, to Terminator 2. And if we had, if we had still had just best scene, I know you changed the best action scene, it would have been my best scene, is uh, Sarah Connor's like apocalyptic nightmare mm-hmm. when she, you know, she describes it, but then when you, when you see it, because like, Every, all of her fears, everything is built on this vision of the future that she has, that she right. knows is going to happen. Where she, you know, she's there and she sees all these kids on the playground, and the bomb goes mm. off, and they, their skin turns to ash. And when the shockwave hits them, it scatters them like leaves and shit. Like that's fucking powerful. And the whole yeah. series is predicated on upon that moment that she's trying to avoid. You, you know, know what? I, I still stick with mine hands down, but that moment there that you're talking of scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. That's oh, my yeah. runner-up now. I didn't. I don't even know why I didn't even think about that because I was scared. When I watched that as a kid or as a, as a teenager, I was like, wow, is that what a nuclear right. bomb yeah. does? That's scary <laughs> shit. Yeah. I remember having nightmares about that. I was always worried about nuclear warfare because of that scene. That's a great... Mm-hmm. That's, that's an awesome pick, man. Um, my defo- defining moment is Die Hard. Um, no shoes. Yeah, it's one of my yeah. favorite things in an action movie. Um, there's so much involved in that. I mean, taking away something from a character. I, I hit on it earlier. What mm. I loved about that, like that's why I have a huge problem with Mad Max, or not even just Mad Max, but a lot of action movies in general, because you they don't take things from our hero. Let's wound our hero. Let's mm-hmm. take something away and make them work harder. I mean, in this movie, he's trying... I mean, oh, there's so much good shit about this. He's trying to kill bad guys, but he can't find the right shoe size. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And imagine trying to to do your best and taking out the bad guys, but shoes is a big deal, man. You're yeah. running up floors, and and then they, they... You know, it gets even smarter. The bad guys are smart, and they're like... Yeah. Hans Gruber's like, let's shoot out the glass. Bloody feet, walking around, you know, it, it, you, you're leaving tracks, and you're wounded, you're pulling glass out of your feet. And I think just more... Not even just action, but horror, drama, you need to... To take things away, I right. think, from characters. And this is one of the smartest things. I've never, I can't even, uh, I don't even know if there's another action movie that takes something away that's so crucial. You know, mm-hmm. I've even thought, like, what would I take away from an action hero? I can't take shoes. 
Yeah. Right. What else? What yeah. else could I take then? What What else could I take that would make their job harder, but make it interesting and and then so involved in the plot? No shoes to me is yeah. is so so smart to do, um, and it shows how smart our characters. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's right. amazing. absolutely. All right, um, that takes us to best director. Yeah, um, a really tough category to me. Yeah, it was. Um, because you you look at John Woo, there's some fucking great shit in Hard Boiled, and like he's kind of this godfather of, like, foreign action. George Miller, the shit he was doing in, in Mad Max is incredible. The Wachowski brothers, uh, fucking fantastic with the Matrix. But I'm going with James Cameron for T2 mm. Judgment Day. Mm, that's good. Um, and it's not even necessarily maybe the best shot movie, um, but everything that comes together with what James Cameron did with Terminator 2 is you compare it to Terminator 1, which is a good movie. Sure. Terminator 2 is a Pantheon-level movie. Right. And, and he takes it, and he's not just going, what can I, I can just pull these characters and just remake this movie. He took these characters and changed the characters. He changed their settings. Yeah. He made Linda Hamilton into a badass. Yeah. He made the, the T-800 into not this menacing Night Stalker, but this like kind of humanized robot badass who's going to do anything to protect this annoying little shit kicker. And you've got, you know, Robert Patrick doing his incredible work as, as this, like, just stone-faced killer who's also can really pull off being very humanistic. Um, it's it's brilliant original. It just reshaped everything. It, it introduced new characters. And it is it is shot well. Not the best shot movie out of all these, but still incredibly shot well. Some of the best action scene work when there actually is action in this movie uh, is, is done so well. Um, little Little things that always go a long way. Shooting Arnold Schwarzenegger from lower angles to make him look mm, even bigger. Right. Shooting John Connor from up high yeah. to make him this weak little character, and and how they have to you know combine those together to to make one formidable mm. person. All right, Nathan, best director. I think, I really think that that there there were a lot of good picks here, and yeah. and honestly, the the longer the night's gone on, the more and more you sold me on John Woo. I, I'm not picking right. John Woo, but the more you've really impressed me by talking about about all the things that he did. But it, ultimately, I went with George Miller. Because I think, I said this before, but I think Mad Max for George Miller has been a labor of love for a really long time. It, it's George Miller is synonymous with Mad Max in the same way that George Romero is with zombies. You know what I mean? Like you just, and the man was like 70 right, or something when he right. made this movie? Yeah. And the, 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 he... I, I love when you, you've portrayed something that I want to know more about. You know what I mean? To be honest, I didn't grow up with Mad Max the way that I know you did. Mm-hmm. Like, to, if I'm being honest, Fury Road's the only Mad Max film that I really give a shit about. Uh, the other ones, like, oh, they're cool, but Fury Road, like, makes me want to like it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just draws me in. I want to know more about the world. I want to I want to experience more. If I want to read a fucking book about it. I want to. I, I get on the wiki, and I'm looking up, like, what, 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 what more do I know about this fucking kid that he keeps seeing? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I just... To... to, to Create something that just draws people in and makes them want to know more when the movie's over. Yeah. Like that's the sign of a good director, in my opinion. And in you're you're right with James Cameron. I'm James. Right. There's lots of different ways to look at this, but that's ultimately that's what what keeps me coming back and thinking about George Miller. Right on. Um, I went with George Miller as well. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Um, I have my issues with Mad Max, but at the end of the day, um, it's a fucking solid action movie. Like, um, I just bought the art of Mad Max. I'm I'm huge into conceptual design. Yeah. And Mad Max it's is, it, if there's anything Pantheon for me in Fury Road, it's the design of the vehicles. Mm-hmm. I, I can I can look at those vehicles all day long. Yeah. That's that's what I get off of Matt, uh, Fury Road. Man. I love that stuff. But um, I didn't even know it was 400 hours of footage shot. You know, just knowing that George Miller shooting 400 hours of footage, 
and he was late 60s, early 70s. Mm-hmm. I think he turned 70 maybe during the filming of this. And Tarantino said he's going to retire when he, what, gets nine or ten films because um, when you reach a certain age, you right. you lose you lose the, the venom, the balls for filmmaking. Mm-hmm. George Miller proves, you know, and yeah. Scorsese proved that that's not, in my opinion, that it's not, that's not true. I mean, you have George Miller out there making one of the best action movies of the 21st century in his 70s. You know, out in the fucking hot sun in Australia, right. filming cars doing crazy shit and you look at the stunts going to this you you know you said oh, earlier yeah. I don't I might not like the, the the look of this movie but I do like that there's it's real, it's real. there's it's real absolutely. cars running into shit you know with real like Cirque du Soleil motherfuckers like yeah. on poles like coming in grabbing people off like yeah. that's that's awesome it's amazing and just like you said creating that universe it's a universe that I love I, I and he's he, he takes complete ownership everything that. about it man like even like when they get the because uh, they lose the uh, the wheel to the to war rig at one time and they get the wheel from the bullet farmer's uh, vehicle like Max comes back with it when he it's like he's covered in blood but it's not his blood yeah when he hands the wheel you only see the wheel for a second like this is what amazes me you only see you see that wheel for maybe a split second and it's like fully decked out like it looks like the, the exactly like the wheel I would expect for the bullet farmer like it's a yeah. wheel but it's got all these fucking like these bullets like fucking arranged around yeah. it and like it looks like skulls and shit like. That's fucking cool. Like that's dedication to world building. Yep. And man, this this hit financial difficulties. Like he tried to get it going for years, mm-hmm. um, and then dealing with Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron's hatred for each other. Did you hear about that? <laughs> like, they, yeah, Tom Hardy, I guess, is such a method actor. He was Max the whole kind movie, and Charlize him. Theron's ramp like drinking coffee through takes. You know, and he's yeah. like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. But uh, just knowing he had to deal with all that, and then uh, the development hell of, of just trying to get this done you know was anybody going to be interested in a mad max movie well originally as as i understand it it was originally called mad max furiosa and it wasn't that didn't take nobody liked that and so they changed it to fury road and it made it i'm that's part of what i think what i think you dislike about it is that it's it doesn't have it doesn't quite have the balls to just say like just fuck max you know what i mean like max doesn't even need to be in it it could be a rogue one star wars story or whatever set in that universe and i think it would be a much better film but yeah i I think so too um so that takes us to worst picture um i just changed mine okay i had hard boiled um and i'm changing it to the raid um and it's, it's dirty I, motherfuckers. I, I like all six of these movies. I do. I could sit back and watch any of these again. Uh, I had hard boiled originally just because I th- and I think it's my version of this. Is the tra- you watched the version that I gave you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, like some of the translations come off very weird. I think. I think it, the, like the <laughs> like the words they put on there. You're like, that's definitely not what was written in the script. Like it's just <laughs> bad translation. And I think that kind of took me out of the movie a little bit. But, you know, talking about John Woo and the way the movie is shot and, and the story, you brought up mm-hmm. the story and talked more about that. And it's like, yeah, I, th- I, 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 I think Hard Boiled stuck with me a lot more than, than The Raid did, which I've seen The Raid multiple times. I love I love the action in the movie. We talked about I love it. Um, but at the same time, yeah, shaky cam. The story is an afterthought in this oh. movie. Right. Um, it's, it's really, it goes... Little bit of story, long action scene, little bit of story just to, you know, cool down from that last action scene, right back into action. And that's what makes the action so fucking amazing, but it kills the story. And the yeah. story is just kind of meh yeah. to me. I'll tell you what, though, um, there's a couple people that I'm like, you gotta watch the raid, you gotta watch the raid, and I show it to them and they've become believers, you know? Um, one guy was on the uh, the post, his name is Brandon Saltzman. He was like, dude, ever since you showed me the raid, I show it to fucking everybody. I think mm-hmm. a good action movie. 
Like, this, yeah, it's it's weak in a couple categories for sure. But, man, when I'm in the mood for Raid, I don't give a fuck about no story. I'm glued to these action right. scenes, yeah, man. And we're talking about pictures as an overall thing. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, will, I would probably sit down and watch the Raid over Hard Boiled any day. Um, but... What's a better movie to me? It's certainly hard. Really? Hmm. See that this that's. I was I was I went into tonight expecting to like. F- I I thought you were gonna like fucking every category was gonna be the raid and I was gonna have to, I was I was gonna feel <laughs> wait the, the you way you guys you still know this but he's you guys by now though no I know but you called me a pussy <laughs> you're, you're like you're a pussy like, good night fucking, this kid's fucking yeah you know last night I know you guys don't know this but last night we're talking shit he called me a pussy and then says good night <laughs> I said it in you're love out. I'm out I said it in love I don't think he did I, well it's hard to tell over text yeah I don't but I was like okay this is gonna be, I'm gonna all right I walked in today and the first thing I said to Kyle was like please tell me you fucking hated the raid and then it's not just gonna be me like uh, up against no. Brad I'm all sweet. night. I'm like, neutral though. Yeah, I was, I was, I was purposely trying to stir some shit just so when we got in <laughs> yeah. here. I wanted you guys to be like, I was hoping that some tension would raise. Like, oh fuck, man, should I change some of my shit? No, what, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? Everyone was saying like, you're like, well, three people on AV said it was Pantheon, and I was uh, like, what the fuck? Dude, are I, you I know a couple. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't. It'd be interesting to see if it would make it or not. But I know quite a few people that would go for it, but. There's a couple people that wouldn't too. So I, I understand. I understand the mentality, which is like, if I'm gonna go see an action movie, like I don't give a fuck about the plot. I just want to see action. And I think that works if you're talking about like porn. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like if you're like if you're like if we're gonna watch a porn uh-huh. and it's like Man, the I don't story give a, in this is really give, good. I don't give a fuck about the cinematography, yeah, yeah. the story. I just want to see people fuck. Uh, what is you know that what I mean? Like, man doing okay. there? Yeah, I don't. I don't need to know that plumber's life uh. story. But like, if we're talking action, like we're talking action, I I consider it. Legitimate film. Uh-huh. And I think it has to have something more than okay. just fucking the whole okay, time. Now this, like, <laughs> now this isn't just me. Okay, I, I now there is a um, a larger group of people that think Fury Road is a better action movie of the 21st century. Okay, since uh, 2000. All right. I, 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 so I we're talking all around. I agree. 2000. With that. So Fury Road and The Raid. General. I mean, I'm talking general consensus. You look up best action movie. Mm-hmm. Just type that in. Best action movie 21st century. You're gonna come up with. Raid, Fury Road. Raid, right. Fury Road. No, you're right. All fucking day. Yeah. And you look at them, I think they're both very reminiscent. I mean, Fury Road, cars going fucking straight through the movie, right? Right. Raid, going straight through fucking hallways, different levels, kung fu, vehicular combat. You right. know? All kinds of crazy shit. Um, I just come onto the side of, of Raid instead of Fury Road. I think okay. Raid is the best action movie of the 21st century. See, I can't get. I, well, I mean, that's cool. That's cool. But I, My, mine's I don't, John I Wick, don't which so. we don't even have in this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big John Wick fan, but yeah, and I can see both points. Like, I think, I think the action in Raid is better than the action in in Fury Road, but I think Fury Road's a much better movie. Really? Yeah. See, I think. And I, okay, I so I my worst picture was the Raid. Okay. Uh, I thought. I, I thought you. You know how I thought I was gonna go to Raid. I thought you were going to do Matrix all the way through. Did you really? Because you told me that you like my... Oh, no, no. You went on Facebook. You're like, oh, I fucking love this movie. It's well, the no, best I, movie. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's going Matrix no all the way. He straight Matrix. Yeah. No, I, no, but, I, but I, I, I haven't watched it for probably 10 years. And I sat down and I, I was like, Harvey, come here. Like, come here. We're watching the fucking... He's like, what is this? And I was like, it's ba- they're in a fucking video game, basically. Yeah, that guy is like an invincible boss. Uh, like, you know, like whatever. And he's uh, like, okay. <laughs> like, I can't, it was great. Uh, I just can't, I just can't get behind the raid. I, I feel like I can't suggest it to anybody because uh, I, I feel like 
if because YouTube exists, Brad. Like I, all I have to do, <laughs> all I have to do, if I want to experience the best part of raid, if I want to experience raid and what makes it good, all I have to do is go to YouTube and type Rama hallway fight scene, mm-hmm. and then it, in five minutes I've experienced everything that's great about that movie. So oh, I disagree. I or I could say like Mad Dog versus Rama versus mm-hmm. Andy or whatever. Like yeah. cool. I get and stu- then, yeah. Go ahead. No, and that that's all I give a fuck about oh. was just that. I feel like if I want if I want that movie in. If I wanted... Say one thing about Fury Road, though. Like, car runs into car. Car runs into other car. But there's shit going... I don't know. And but there I, are characters. I, there are the characters. Raid, the Raid, it theory. doesn't matter who anybody is. Yeah, it doesn't don't fucking have, matter. The, the backstory they give Rama is just something to fill the movie. What's right. the, the backstory of fucking he's, he's Max? Like, he can't even shoot a sniper rifle. The movie's... We've already discussed. The movie's not even about Max. He, the movie's about Furiosa, who definitely has a story. Right. And he can, but he's injured from the sandstorm, and so he misses twice. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, I just, I just, uh-huh. I don't fucking care for it, man. The, um, it, there's, there's amazing cinematography. No, not cinematography, but choreography. This right. <laughs> choreography is, is uh-huh. wonderful. And, uh, I just, I don't know, man. Uh-huh. I feel like, I feel like it's so, it came out in the same year as Dread, and it's very similar. Oh, you know, I want to do a versus on that, too. I would pick Dread every time. Really? I really would, yeah. I, I feel like they're so similar, and I just like Dread better. Man. Um, I think the variation too of, of martial arts is so much more complex than the very. That's probably a wrong word because there's obviously some complex stuff going on with the vehicular combat. But I feel like there's more eye candy in the martial arts in the hallway than there there is like with the, the vehicular combat. There is, there is, <clears throat> and I'm so on board. I I love the action sequences, but I do think that some of the fights, particularly the the two on one versus Mad Dog, uh-huh. it goes on for a long yeah. time. You know how you say you would Google, past the point of believability for me. You know how you said you would YouTube like Rama versus Mad Dog right. or you know hallway fight scene. I don't know if I've and I've done that. I, I've never YouTubed anything from Fury Road. Like, um, right, what would you even be fruitless? Because like if you do that with with Raid, and someone goes. Well, what's the backstory to that? You'd be like, there's not a backstory. It doesn't fucking to that. matter, dude. But if you watch, watch something from Mad Max, somebody goes, What's the backstory to that? You're like, Well, okay, we got a lot to get to before you. Yeah, understand exactly. What but you still have to be, you know, in tune with action scenes. Of course. Especially sure. if this is an, one of the top action movies and, of all time. And as I said, I think Raid is a better, pound for pound, uh-huh. what the action is, is better than in, in Mad Max. But again, as an overall yeah, yeah. movie, Mad Max takes it. Right over me. Um, my worst pick, um, I really didn't hate anything, but since, uh, like, when you um, asked me, Nathan, you're like, well, because we have verses and we have um, a marathons. Versus, we only have um, 19 awards. No worst picture because it's only two. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you give best picture to one, the, obviously the other one's right, worst sure. picture. Um, with, with marathons, we, you know, there has to be one that's just not as good as the rest, usually. Um, mine was The Matrix. Um, I like The Matrix. Oh. Got no problem right. with it. My thing with The Matrix was. I think it went down a notch for me. Like, it, I wasn't as excited when it was over. It wasn't as good this time as it was 10 years ago when I watched it. It's been probably well, at least a decade since I watched it. It is a little dated. With, yeah. You know, but yeah, so I didn't hate it, but it's just it just went down a notch. I wasn't as excited, but I still liked it. I, you so. know, I can see that. It's hard. It, so many times, it, it's hard when you watch these films to go back and you're like, I, was, I remember being so excited about this. But then, but you have to remember, like, when I watched it the first time, those other fucking movies didn't exist, uh-huh. and I know I know that does take away from the. And I tried not to, yeah, but I right. can't help it. You know what I mean? The with, I I know where they went with this, and it's stupid. Yeah, yeah. you know. You know the yeah. thing that hurt Matrix for me too is um in, in general consensus again we picked this because most people you type in top ten action movies of all time, Matrix pops up. Yeah. And 
I didn't think there was a lot of action in it. You know, like there's the 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 beginning scene where it really shows bullet time for the, the right. for, for for the first time, and then you have um, you get plenty of fights with Fu. agent training. Smith. The training, training. Yeah, yeah, the training. But I mean, for action, the lobby scene was fantastic, and then towards the end, it picks up a little bit. But there's not as much as I remembered. You know what? Me. What always struck me about that I I never liked about the Matrix is that I feel like uh, Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne. They they seem to be really in the kung fu mode, and, and it seems like they really took it seriously. But not Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving, when you watch him, like he's just fucking he's doing this stiff, shit. Yeah. He's just yeah. punching at people. Like it, it didn't seem like. And maybe he's older, or, or maybe he didn't have. Maybe I mean I'm 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 just whatever guessing. But maybe because he's a fucking computer, like he didn't right. he didn't like he's relying on just brute force punches yeah, yeah. or something. I guess that's the way I always read it, but. Once you get to the actual fights with the agents, like it's not as cool as I want it to be. Uh-huh, it's right. not. There's, there's a, I want it to be a lot more fucking flips and kung fu shit, and it's really not. I agree with that supporting character though in Matrix, where he's just like, "Fuck it, I want to eat prime rib and right, fuck with horrors Cypher. all day." How, how does he get back <laughs> in the Matrix without an operator? I don't know. I don't it's know. bullshit. It's one of those it's big <laughs> plot holes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so um, that takes us to best picture. This came down to two movies for me. Yep. <laughs> uh, came down to Die Hard and T2. Ugh. Okay. To me. <laughs> to me. Whatever. Fuck you. No, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it came down to something I said earlier, and that's Die Hard on a blank. Yeah. Right. Right. Die Hard on a train. You've got Die Hard on a plane is Air Force One. You know, mm-hmm. it, anytime there is an action movie now, things are set in specific locations, and that's because Die Hard set that precedent. Uh, it and. You're getting top tier performances, great character work, uh, really, really good solid script. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of the music as much as you guys were, um, but but I'm mean, just overall it, it redefined the action genre. Uh, it went from you know things that were just like big fucking explosions yeah. all the time right. and just talking back and forth to giving some depth and intellect to both of our our. Our adversaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everything's a big explosion. There, there are like quick kills and and things like that that happen all throughout it. it you know, Hans Gruber is iconic. Mm-hmm. John McClane is iconic. Uh, it's 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 just Die Hard. Die yeah. Hard. You you know, Mr. Falcon. Did you know <laughs> that it was going to be a Frank Sinatra movie? Why? Yeah, yeah. Google that while we're uh, while Nathan's no. talking. Everybody. Yeah, it was going to be a Frank Sinatra. Like Frank Sinatra was going to be in this. Like it was going to be made like previously, you know, a couple years I think before. But Frank Sinatra, it was going to be Frank Sinatra's starring vehicle. And then um, what? And then because this this, <laughs> this this switched all kinds of hands. And then it was going to go. Um, it was going to be a Commando sequel, which. I love John McClane, and I'd rather it be this movie. Mm-hmm. But you gotta admit, though, I, did you like Commando? Yeah, yeah, I like Commando. But can you like? I've always wanted a Commando sequel. I think it would be kind of cool to see, you know, like Matrix, John Matrix, in the Nakatomi Plaza. It'd be a different movie. I think yeah. it'd be cool though. Okay, yeah. yeah. What do you think? I'd never. Well, I could, I'd have to sit on it for a little bit. I don't. I don't uh-huh. know. I, I can't imagine deconstructing uh, Die Hard at this point and, and yeah, yeah, rejecting yeah. that. But okay. Yeah, that's what it says here. It's uh, it was originally uh, a sequel to Cobra. Yeah. Um, and the the or, yeah the role was originally offered to Sinatra, which is to weird. Frank Sinatra. Yeah, and he turned it down. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, because yeah. he was he was seventy three years old at the time. Where was this on your what the fuck? If you said you uh, sitting on this I told you yeah. I had twenty of them. <laughs> that was one of them. <laughs> and then the story had to be altered. Uh, and then when when Schwarzenegger dropped out for Commando, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. 
crazy. Burt Reynolds almost Dude, played Burt it. Burt Reynolds, Richard, Richard Gere. Gere. And Don, to think Don that, Johnson. Yeah. Miami nice. Vice. To think that all of those guys passed it up and Bruce Willis, a comedian from right. Moonlighting, comes in. Right. Wow. Even Stallone turned the role down. Yeah, no you one, had no to, one believed in that movie. You had to be scared as a Fox executive mm-hmm. when you had Sly turn it down, Richard Gere, you know, people that were doing shit, you know? Sure. Don Johnson. Put a barely known actor named Bruce Willis in there and have him go up against a guy yeah. who's put in his first fucking his movie. First no, movie. No wonder they filmed yeah. it in their wow. own building. Just yeah, to save right. some money. Huh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Where are we going to film incredible. this shit at? Well, fuck. <laughs> film it over at Fox <laughs> Plaza. Yeah. Corporate headquarters, man. We ain't going to make shit off this movie. <laughs> All right, Nathan. <laughs> what is your best It picture? came down to two for me as well, and it... It, it was Fury Road and Die Hard, but I ended up going with Die Hard. Uh, I, I gave more awards to Fury Road, I, I think by one or two. I'd have to recount these. But yeah. uh, Fury Road will never be as iconic as Die yeah. Hard is, man. It, it is, it is, and we, we go over this every every Christmas. This is a Christmas film. and yeah, me and, too. And I feel like the long, in more recent years, it's become more accepted as a Christmas film. People talk about it on fucking Facebook and whatever. Yeah. But, like, it really is, man. I mean... People, I always post this, like, people always ask me, like, why do you think it's a Christmas film? And, like, it's, ultimately, if you strip away the fucking terrorists and the heist and all that shit, like, it's a it's a movie about reconnecting with your family and, like, figuring out what really means most to you in life. And, and so it, it's not just a Christmas film. Like, it, it is Christmas in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, and the, the music all the way through it supports that. Uh, everything about it is just... It's just a great. It's it's never gonna. Fury Road is never gonna be that. It's never going right. to have that kind of connection with people. Uh, to, to find out all this other shit about how it how it was made and and how it was Alan Rickman's first film and and they were taking yeah, the chance. Awesome. On I didn't know that, that that's amazing too. That just adds to it. You know that scene where he's falling. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess there was that was I didn't know that he actually fell from something. Okay, I don't know how far he fell, but that was the first take. Okay, so that expression. Of him falling is like genuinely, (laughs) oh fuck, I'm falling. (laughs) So I don't know how far he fell or how much green screen or anything was involved there, but that was him like falling from uh, an incredible height. Right. So, yeah, it it is so ingrained into popular culture. I mean, like, just this, well, just this past uh, Christmas or whatever, that they had this, they had this thing on Facebook that was like, it was a picture of Nakatomi Plaza and it said, like, you know, you never forget Nakatomi Plaza, you no know, 1981. And there was a dude that I used to work with that posted. And he was like, he's like, what happened? You know, it was like, who is this motherfucker? How do you not know? It's like, the Green <laughs> Massacre all over again. That's, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, my best picture is Die Hard as well. Um, this has, I think, it's gotten my most awards ever in a marathon. I, three years of marathoning. Really? Yeah. Um, it uh, received ten. Of my, okay. my 20 awards, you know, so, uh, but man, it's so iconic to me. Um, it's fucking diehard, man. I mean, and everything I, from the smart characters to the the witty banter that gets me every time. I crack up, like, his mm-hmm. his one-liners, man. I, I love it, the, the supporting cast, the villain. I mean, I, I'm not going to waste any more time on it. It's, it's fucking awesome. Right. So. What I was going to say was, I, like, I, I blow you shit all the time about the psycho thing. And, like, uh-huh. because I, I feel like. There are times in the psycho thing and with the thing that I felt like you were just throwing a fucking award to um, give it more awards, but in this time I don't think you did. I mean, I think it, it deserves all those awards. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I really do. Like, and like yeah, when I look back at my awards though, and like because I literally lose sleep. Like when you said like you thought I was gonna go all raid, you mm. should know me better than that now because I can't give best villain to the fucking <laughs> that's what I thought. bad guy a raid. That's, that's, that's why these are so great. We have no idea what the other person's right, thinking. Yeah. When you came in on the political one. And I came in, we didn't think he was going to be that in love with Bob Roberts. Yeah, Especially we didn't, like, we, we 
didn't like it at all. It. Yeah. So, you know, so yeah, and I look back at my thing awards. You know, mm-hmm. I love those, and I look back at Psycho. I still stand. Like I even posted mm-hmm. like uh, when you put uh, Rear Window, I was like, here's my Psycho awards, and I still stand that this is a better move. But looking back, I'm glad that I can look back and be like, I still agree with my my idols. I right. still agree with those. And with these two, like, um, we didn't put Die Hard in there because it's one of my favorites or The Thing. I mean, for Secret Invasion, it, it is what it is. They were in there. So if they deserve it, let's move it up. You right. Know? So, uh, but Die Hard is, is phenomenal to me. And I'm glad it still holds up after all these years. It's still right. fucking cool. You know, I looked up, I was looking up the, the uh, Rotten Tomato IMDb scores and stuff. This is whatever, two weeks ago when I started doing some stuff for it. And I looked up Die Hard, and I must have fucked up, and it, it said like sixty five percent. And I was I didn't realize until so I, I was double checking today before I left. I was like, man, I'm making sure like that's fucking criminal. How is it sixty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes? Who the fuck rates? And I I looked it up again, and it was like ninety five or what ninety two. But it was and it was Die Hard two that I looked at. Oh, it was sixty five, nah. and I was like, oh fuck it, there it was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So this comes to the point where we talk if it's Pantheon. Um, you know, and real, hey, real quick, like when I did this, like I love Die Hard, but Terminator 2 is badass to me. Raid is oh, yeah. one of my favorite action movies of all time. So when I sat down, I had no idea how this was going to come out until I started writing these out. And I was like, well, right. fuck yeah, man. Well, if it we're comparing it based on these categories, yeah, yeah. There, were, there were a lot of things. I mean, there were, a lot of, there were a lot of things that I wanted to give to some of the other, but, but the categories just don't support that discussion. Oh, right. Yeah. The, the, I mean... The mad, not Mad Dog from Ray, but Mad Dog from Hard Boiled was a great fucking character. Yeah. You don't, you don't get to really see his uh, character really until the end when they're fighting in the hospital, and he's like, "We're not," you know that that scene. It almost, it would have gotten best scene, or one of my best scenes would have just when uh, I think it's him and is it him and Alan are fighting, and there's all those civilians in the middle, and they both put their guns down. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, uh, he walks in and shoots everybody, and then it's like. That's just great, man. Like yeah. he, like he's a killer, but he's not a he's not killer. Yeah, you know. Like see, I mean, so that could have got your like, best character, but, it, but obviously he wasn't that good if he didn't get. Well, your no, best he's character. not. He's not better than Alan Rickman. There, and, like, and that's what we're fucking. I mean? like, and that's what we're fucking talking about, right. though. Right. That's and it's still bad about. that we never discussed. You know, I mean, there's yeah. lots of other stuff to discuss. Yeah, it's, it's shit. Not that, it's it's not shit. These are bad movies. It's shit or get off the pot. You know, really, you're either Alan Rickman or you're the other fucking guy. No, you're right. So let's talk about Pantheon, okay? Because what I love about this is. For a nominated movie, Kyle, you just nominated Rear Window. Yeah, that goes to the Facebook poll. That um, goes up. That whatever they vote on, that's one vote out of everyone on the Facebook right, poll. Right. And then we have it's our, looking good for Rear Window. And then we Facebook. have our and then we have our council members. Okay, with a marathon or a versus, we talk in so much depth at this table for an hour, hour and a half, two hours that. I'm, uh, it's we don't take it to the Facebook poll on this one. We take it just to the council. Okay, yeah, right. so this is where we the only movie that matters. If this is the first time that you're listening to a marathon, the only movie that matters is the Golden Idol winner. We've been at this table before with Psycho, with Apocalypse Now, and, <laughs> right. and a couple others that's gotten fucked. Yeah. So, do if we if one of us says no to, um, it, it looks like Die Hard is the Golden Idol. I, winner, I've got the it? numbers right here. So in first place was Die Hard. Uh, second um, with twenty one idols, okay. uh, which I think is probably second most all time. Um, we got Mad Max Fury Road with eight and number two uh, Terminator it's, two. Twenty one to eight. Twenty one mm. to eight. Uh, Terminator two had seven. Uh, then uh, Matrix at six, Hard Boiled at five, and Raid at two. That can't possibly be right. That's Did correct. I have seven awards for Fury Road? So only there was I only one for Fury Road. I had one or two. I had. Uh, let's look. I had. 
Fury Road had one. Okay. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. That was your boner, but... No, it, <laughs> it's not, it, it, it is. Love, it's not that I don't love Mad but Max. Yeah, that's, like, it just like, amazes me. It, okay. was sec- it was second still. But then like you no, say, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Fury Road will never be Die Hard. <laughs> no, but no, you're, no, you're right. I just, I, in uh, my mind, it was a lot more competitive than that yeah. when yeah, we were talking about it. Okay. But yeah, that's it. So Die Hard is what is up for discussion for Yep, Pantheon. so yeah, that's the only thing that matters. Um, if And then we changed the rule, too, for, for Pantheon. Instead of making people, because right now I don't want to take their focus off of your nomination, right. Rear Window. You only get one nomination a year. Mm-hmm. So instead of writing a 500-word write-up, they can write a 500-word write-up if they, if they want to, our council. But all we're requiring is what I call a power graph. Okay, yeah. a paragraph that has some flavor. Your classic. Your back <laughs> yeah. of the box synopsis. You know, okay. your your fun little paragraph. You know that you can share with everybody. So, um, if if we all agree, it goes to the council. They have to write a, a, a strong paragraph and see if it makes it. So, do we write those as well, or no? We can. Because we can't. Yeah, we, yeah, we better just because that's okay. how we've kind of always done it with the five hundred word write up. So you guys sure. can write five hundred, or you guys can just do the power paragraph if you want to. Right. So, so it takes okay. so it doesn't take your where window or the nominated sure, movie. Absolutely. So, all right. So what are you what are you thinking? It's a, it's a hell of a no. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. What? <laughs> the horror! The horror! I'm coming, Martha. <laughs> Martha. <laughs> um. Yeah, things I discussed before. Die Hard on a blank. You right. know, it's that's why. It, you know, it took Best Picture. It's it's a complete film. Yeah. There aren't horrible aspects in any way to this movie. Um, it, it really it redefined the genre. It, it just you've listened to this podcast if you're at this point. <clears throat> Everything we've said. Yeah, it's Pantheon. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's Pantheon. It's, I mean, absolutely. I would not be able to go home and sleep at night if I said yeah. no. Dude, fuck Die Hard. <laughs> I, I looked up some things. You've actually hit on a little bit, Kyle, but um, Die Hard on a, you know, is, yeah. is all over the place. I looked up, um, let's see, Die Hard on a battleship was under siege. Okay, that's how they, that's how they said. Passenger 57 was nicknamed Die Hard on a plane. Um, film was Die Hard on a bus. 1996, the, the rock was Speed. dubbed... Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. Die Hard on an Island was The Rock, okay? Um, Olympus Has Fallen and White House Down both came out, and they were dubbed Die Hard in the White House, (laughs) you know? Um, And it's a fucking awesome Christmas movie. It's a holiday movie. It's not Christmas in my house. Like, this year we watched it on Christmas Eve, you know, going in. And I wish I could take credit for this, but there's a meme going around that says it's not Christmas until Hans Gruber falls from the Nakatoma Plaza. Mm -hmm. That's, I I own that now. I'm like, that's, I, yeah, I subscribe to that. That's a great thought. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie uh, from it got ten of my awards. I think this is probably it might be the best action movie of all time. I know that's what we're trying that's to do. That's why we here. nominated. That's it. why we yeah. nominated. You know, but it's um, it's 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 brilliant. It's smart. It's fun, and I think it has stakes, especially with my defining moment. No shoes. It's right. so smart, man. I yeah, pantheon. So it's so going to the council. It definitely yeah, is. All absolutely. three of us said yes. All right, so um, it's going to the council. Uh, what did you guys think of this marathon? 2017, the first one. Of, it was a lot of fun. Well, could, well not the could, marathon jump, but the conversation. Uh, the conversation was yeah, great. That's fun. Yeah, that was yeah awesome. absolutely. I was the, so the marathon as a whole, something you could just you know turn your brain off and actually watch these for the most part. Not that that's always a good thing, um, but you know sometimes we need that when we're watching these. Yep. Because well, we're gonna get into movies where we need to fucking sit and just really take yeah. notes and pay attention well, to everything. Well, go listen yeah, to some we, of our heavy marathons, but yeah. we just came off of Akira Kurosawa, Hitchcock. Uh, political the, campaign, the war, the war. The war yeah, that was that was the that worst. Was, I felt but, so, great movies, but it was like good. But each God, one of them was so well, that and Akira Kurosawa. Each one of them was three and a half hours long, yeah. and like yeah, yeah. All right, well, we'll be back with our anime marathon in right. about a month. Yeah, right? 
right, to uh, honor Ghost in the Shell coming out live action version. Right on. All right, where can they find us, guys? You can find us everywhere. Facebook is where I'm at. Uh, Kyle Brown on the group. I I post all the the lead ups to these marathons now. Um, well, occasionally, if I remember to post important people's birthdays in the Obituaries. entertainment world, yeah. that everyone's <laughs> like, "Oh my God, I can't believe Henry Winkler's dead." Yeah. He's not dead. You just don't know how to read. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Dude. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you see me on Facebook. I mostly just post memes. <laughs> but if you don't, if you don't like it, you just block me. <laughs> Apparently, that's a thing. That's funny. Oh, don't have the last name planned together. It's not gonna work out for you if you want to be friends with some people. All right, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on, we're all over the place. Um, our website, adventuresinvideoland.com. Um, if you want to throw some bones um, our way, we just paid for the website. Yep. Um, nice. our, yeah, I think, dude, I tried to raise three fifty. We're only short like seventy bucks now. Okay. It's right there, man. So that's that's awesome yeah, to have cool. the group come together and just and pull that. But we have uh, the website now. We have unlimited pages, so we can go all fucking day if we awesome. want to. Um, an official email, all that stuff. Now I just gotta get off my ass and make time to, to do all that <laughs> stuff. Uh, but then SoundCloud. Um, I was going to get rid of SoundCloud, but iTunes, because iTunes is free. But, man, we did a zombie uh, conversation, and it got, you know, quite a few hits on SoundCloud. So there's a lot of people listening okay. to SoundCloud. Um, so but might as well keep it around. iTunes has point. been a major success. Since yeah, we, iTunes since has been over, awesome. So. I hate it because, like, if you look at SoundCloud, um, mm-hmm. sometimes there's not that many hits on that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there are. But then you go to iTunes, and it's triple, really? quadruple of okay. everything we have on there. But, uh the only way you can see that is looking up the RSS feed, you know. Okay. So you, it, which is, so you go to SoundCloud, you see it. iTunes, you don't, you know. Yeah, I see. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, we'll be back next month for an awesome marathon. So awesome. until cool. next time, my good people, peace out. Peace out. Yippee ki yay, motherfuckers. Dude, I was gonna say that. <laughs> God damn it. We'll be back. <laughs> Boo.